Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone out there listening Ooh. to an all-new episode of GVN Breakdown. This is going to be a weird episode, kind of different than anything we've really ever done. Um, we're going to talk a few news topics, and then we're going to break down... Uh, a few DC trailers from this past Saturday's DC Fandom. Uh, by the way, I do want to say I'm very proud of you, uh, DC and Warner Brothers. You pulled off something that, A, we deeply needed in year 2020, um, and B, something that just kind of let people out there that were skeptical on, on DC, let them know that you guys aren't playing around anymore. Um, so I'm very proud of you guys for coming out on all angles and hitting home runs um the static shock news was great uh your video game news was great your comic book news was great your tv news your movie uh news was great so bravo to you um because it was something you definitely could have messed up and you did a great job on um so i definitely wanted to give you a shout out and no they are not sponsoring us um i wish they were (laughs) they are not that is i would so take it Absolutely. That's just a fanboy in me wanting to um, give them credit where credit is due. We spent many a years um, tearing down for <laughs> their, uh, their mishaps. So when they do, when they do good stuff, you, you definitely have to make sure you're uh, give them a treat. Absolutely. Like a dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're patting their head right now. Oh, um, I, rub, I rub their belly all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, the man hours I gave watching that Batman trailer, I've definitely given them a lot of love. Yes. A lot of love. Did I? Um, I legit watch it before I go to sleep every night. I, it's It, like, helps me sleep. Um, haven't had a nightmare <laughs> since, though. Um, but all right, let's get into this. Um, I am your host, Juwan. I am joined by Joelle and Tia. Hopefully, we have a few more familiar voices uh, join us before the end of this uh, episode. Um, but, Joelle, Tia, thank you both for, uh, for joining me on this episode. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone? Uh, Was that exciting uh, enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> you, and Joelle, you and Joelle were like polar opposites. You came uh, in, you are like, hey, and Joelle was like... All right. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I don't expect any less from Joelle. Like, I think Joelle took a solid year break from GBL, <laughs> but I still remember his very infamous introductions from GBL. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to it, you know. It's just coming but it's okay. and giving a shit. But it's okay. You get you get very enthusiastic when we actually talk about the topics. It's like your intro is like, eh, but then like you get going, you gear up. Yeah, yeah. one thing I've learned about Joel is when he's truly passionate, you'll hear him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to worry about that. You will hear Joel. But um, all right. Uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, I want to start off by talking. Netflix has been on a cancellation spree. Um, 
they are just canceling stuff left and right. Uh, they've canceled I'm Not Okay With This, which was, as you guys know, this isn't hindsight, this is as it happened, was my favorite show of the year. Uh, oh, yeah. You kept you saying when well, we did a review for it. I mean, you raved. You raved about that. I love everything about that show. And he is not okay with it. He's not okay with it. <laughs> I am not okay with this cancellation. Um, so I am not okay with this uh, was canceled. Um, also, me and Tia's favorite show, mainly because of season one. Tia because of Joel Kenneman. Me mainly because it was a really cool show. Um, but no, <laughs> Carbon. <laughs> also, Carbon has been canceled after two seasons. Um, I've been hearing a lot of rumors that um, our favorite show with Jason Bateman um was on its way to a cancellation so instead they compromised on a final season um i don't know how true that is but i wouldn't put it past netflix oh ozar you're talking about yes amazing um with brilliant show like i i've always said i said this since the first season it's the best writing i've seen since the godfather um, and it's absolutely appalling. I, see, listen, Joanne, you weren't on it. We did a whole, like, show about this. But I will mention it here. Absolutely appalling that freaking Tom Pelfrey did not get nominated for an Emmy <laughs> for his performance. Robert. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm completely with you. I remember texting you when I was watching it, like, wow. Um, like, I can't catch my breath from how good this guy is and how <laughs> accurate um, – you know his 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 mental health was um so no I'm, I'm completely with you i loved everything about that in in his performance um but we know good acting is something that is easily overlooked unfortunately in hollywood um it's why leo has one oscar in how will smith has none um but that's a different t- conversation for a different day um <laughs> I think uh, my point that I wanted to make before I pass it on to UT and then I let you close this out, Joel. It's very difficult to do this in the movie industry and a lot easier to do this in the music industry. But I really wish when it came to shows that you could do a show through Netflix or Disney or whatever without selling the rights to your show. So that way, if Netflix says, you know what? I don't have the money to do this. I'm not okay with this. Can call up um, Amazon or can call up Apple TV or can call up um, Hulu and maybe try to do it there. The fact that Netflix pretty much owns the rights to that show um, for however long it is means that unless we get like a huge outcry, that's it. I mean, it's also, I know me and Kanan were heartbroken. Uh, Sabrina, and I know Joel, you enjoyed the show, uh, the show also. Uh, I did. Is on its last season. Um, I definitely thought that was a show that could uh, definitely go at least four, five, six seasons. Right. Um, you, you just don't run out of ideas when it's when it's centered around uh, someone that's like half demon or half witch, half human. There's just so much we could do with that. Um, you know, and you kind of look at that and you're like, man, I wish that can go somewhere else. Um, so it just, it really bothers me, um, because when it comes to Netflix, I told you guys all the time, streaming services can lie about numbers. So we have no idea if Sabrina got canceled because of its numbers. We don't know if I'm not okay with this 
was a COVID casualty or a numbers casualty. Um, it's just one of those things to where it's like you have to take their word, whatever they say. Um, but it's very unfortunate. I truly did love I'm Not Okay With This, uh, more so than any of these other shows that uh, have gotten the acts over at Netflix. Um, and I truly hope, look, we live in a world where Snyder Colt came out and said, no, you're going to give us this Zach movie. And it happened. Um, so I just need to see if there's, there's, I'm not okay with this cult and see what we can maybe cook up and, uh, see if we can get Netflix to maybe bring this show back at least for a second season. Um, but Tia, what, what are your, some of your thoughts on some of these cancellations over at Netflix? Well, first of all, with all these cancellations, it makes me nervous for you guys. If you don't know, I really enjoyed the show that just recently came out called Cursed with um Catherine Langford and my mm-hmm. man Gustav Skarsgård but it was really good like all around and I w- would love a second season but if Netflix is this eager to cancel shows especially shows like I am not okay with this who that had s- just a plethora of amazing reviews and I I was very nervous that they were going to be like the next on the slab so I'm just like dreading it but um, I watched I Am Not Okay With This, and I did really like it, and it could have certainly used a second season, so that sucks, especially because it seems like that and also The Society, which I've not watched, but you didn't mention, Juan, because that also got canceled, and they said it was due to um, COVID reasons, but the thing is, Juan, I would have been more upset about the altered carbon cancellation if this had been after season one and there were no reports that Joel Kinnaman was exiting the show then I would be more upset but you and I did a whole review on season two of Alter Carbon and it was very hard for both of us to even come out with something positive really about the second season so I think for me the show only exists as season one anyway um, but it does it does certainly stuck that netflix has been on a canceling spree because then they'll keep doing stupid shit like the kissing booth or something but then they'll you know Mm -hmm. cancel all this other great content and it's you have to wonder you know who are they pandering to right like who are they even trying to you know have as their audience if they're continuously canceling all these other shows and it just it doesn't it sucks because in the pandemic, right, all we've really had is TV. You know, we've mm-hmm. really had no movies. Movie theaters are just starting to now open up, but who knows if that's even going to remain as is. So many movies have been pushed back to next year. So it's like all we've had are TV shows. And now Netflix is just like, yeah, we're just going to cancel like a shit ton of good TV shows. Well, I'll say this. This is something that I learned. Um, and my brother taught me this is there's a market for everything. So the first thing I said when I saw uh, the kissing booth was doing like a part two or part three, whatever the hell part they're on is that it has a huge following, like a really, really, really big following. Um, And then I equated that to the fact of, I didn't see that much overwhelming love for I'm not okay with this. I saw good reviews. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't see it to where 
People are making fan pages. People are just like, oh my God, I need more of this show. I love it so much. Believe it or not, they do it for whatever the hell the kissing booth is. Like people, young, I guess, younger kids, teenagers, whatever, they really love that shit. Um, so like there's a market for it. So what I'm starting to learn is there's not really a market for a lot of stuff that we might really, really, really enjoy. Um, and these younger kids don't really care about this shit, um, if we're being completely honest. Um, which is scary, because it's like, if we, if we go, who's carrying on this love for this, the comic book world, you know? Because it doesn't feel like a youth thing. It feels like a, you know, we grew up on reading the comics, watching the cartoons. The cartoons don't really exist the same way now that they did before. Um, and we know kids today don't read. They're, they're dumb as shit. So it's like, like <laughs> where are they getting their love for the, you know, the comic book world? Um, so it's just something that I always paid attention to. But uh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tia. No, I just, before you put it over to Joelle, I did want to say, and this isn't Netflix, but talking about cancellations, a cancellation that I was really pissed about that happened within the past few days was that Showtime canceled Penny Dreadful City of Angels after one season. And I know, and Joelle pointed it out as well, that yes, the title was very deceiving. It had nothing Lies. to do with the original Penny Dreadful. But as a standalone show was a great show and was gearing up for some really insane shit for season two. And there were some amazing performances in season one. So when I saw a show, I was like, mother effer, there is nothing for me to watch. Jesus Christ. Like I can't get attached to shows anymore. That's the lesson here. Just don't get attached. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's really scary when, Netflix is putting out a whole bunch of stuff that I, I, I'll speak for myself personally. I'm really looking forward to. It makes me nervous because I'm like, I don't know, Netflix. This is like the hundredth time I got addicted to a show that you produce and then you canceled it. Um, <laughs> so it's like, how much, how much of myself should I give to this show, mm -hmm. knowing that it could possibly not be a season two, uh, or it's a season two and it ends really well, and then they're like, oh, no season three. Um, so it's just, it's, it's very frustrating, but, uh, Joa, how are you taking, uh, these cancellations? Well, I'm disappointed, especially because, like, all these shows I got to very late, for the most part, like, you told me about, um, what was his name, what was the name of that show again? I'm uh, okay with this. I'm not okay with this. I had to ask you when you told me it got canceled, like, which one it was. That's how, how little it stayed with me, but it was good, but, like, it's not one of those things I was, I was harping over. I really enjoyed it, and I really the way they left off, they left it open for like more. But obviously now we're not gonna get more. But we discussed it like the, it was it was based off of a comic strip, and it basically ended the same way the comic strip ended more or less. Uh, so it, it it's sad that it ended, but you know it followed in suit of its predecessor. Um, Alter Carbon, I watched during the the whole pandemic while I was stuck at home. Because it took me forever to really get into it. But once I got into it, I was really dig. I loved the first season. Uh, second season, not as much. I still enjoyed the second season, but nowhere near as much as the first season. And I even watched the animated one. Um, oh, so I, I am just... Huh? I did too. I loved the animated one. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I just... I, I was actually looking forward to seeing more 
uh, to see where it would go next. I really wanted to know what, what would happen to uh, – damn, what was his name? He had a really cool name. Yeah, Kovacs. Cool-ass name. Uh, and I did like the fact that he got to actually see his body. <laughs> you, you know, that was pretty cool. It was his actual original body. Uh, but, like, I got to say, Joel Kinnaman, like, stole that show. Because it yeah. definitely didn't feel like the same show in the second season. <laughs> so I'll give credit to Joel for that. Um, so that is set. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, what else got canceled? What was the other thing? Was there another one? Um, Penny Dreadful, if you, if you were into that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I watched all of it. Look, I liked Penny Dreadful, City of Angels. It was a very good story. It was very good acting. It was not fucking Penny Dreadful. I'm going to fuck with that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. They should have totally rebranded it as, like, something else completely. I totally... They really but, should have, as a but, fan of Penny Dreadful. That's why I told uh, you guys marketing is so important, because if they did name it something else... A lot of people might have been skeptic, but if yeah. you were a diehard Penny Dreadful fan or just a really, you know, big Penny Dreadful fan, you would have to watch it thinking it was connected to Penny Dreadful mm-hmm. and right. that genius of marketing because it, it did pull you in enough to watch it. It did, and then it was good, but it was nothing. It was it didn't really connect, and it was it was nothing like the, the original <laughs> Penny Dreadful like at all. And I love Penny Dreadful. It was like it should have never ended. But, you know, that ended prematurely in my opinion, too. And it ended after three seasons. Um, but at least it had an ending. It, it, they knew it was going to it was gonna end, and so it ended in the third season. So you don't feel like you got gypped as much. But, you know, this, this season ended. Uh, I guess it left it open, too. And it had a really good – look, it was, it was primarily a lot of Hispanic actors. Uh and I, as as a Hispanic, it was really nice to see a lot of Hispanic actors be used. Uh, you don't see a lot of that, so I was very happy to see that aspect of it. But no, as a fan of Penny Dreadful, that's really was looking for more supernatural aspects. Definitely didn't have a lot of that. Had hints of it, but never not didn't fully dive into. It. Yeah, I'll say that with that show, um, Joel, they could have taken like Natalie um, Domer's character out. Or at mm-hmm. least, like, just had her, like, normal and right. still kept the same show. Like, For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still yes. was enough on the race relations, the religious, like, fanaticism, and even, like, the Nazi undertones. Or not mm-hmm. even undertones, overtones, really. <laughs> but, um, you know, you could have just had that. But, Joan, to freak you out a little, um, the Umbrella Academy still hasn't been renewed for a third Still has not been renewed for a third season by Netflix. I love fucking Umbrella Academy. I know, and the way that season two ended, oh. Netflix is totally going to rip us an asshole. <laughs> like, oh, you're waiting? You're waiting so, for the next one? <laughs> so I will, it's I so will popular. How can they do that? <laughs> they do it all the time. <laughs> as much as you guys know, I, I love the Umbrella Academy and you know, definitely how it ended. To me, Netflix has made me numb because there will never be more <laughs> of a heartbreak than to know after Daredevil. No, not even Daredevil. No, no. Because remember, Daredevil was a great ending. It ended as if it knew there weren't yeah. going to be any more. Jessica Jones were the perfect send-offs. What yeah. pissed me off, Tia, was that I had waited for so long, and I'm going to loop Joel in this because we were right there together. So oh. long. For Iron Fist to become oh, Iron Fist. Oh my God. And man. he became Iron Fist 
and they waited till the show became its most intriguing. And then yeah. we're not doing nah, that. No yeah, one. Not doing uh, that. Bro, I went out and bought the fucking books after that season. And then they said, nah, no more. I'm like, you pieces of shit. That you is know really what true. that's really true like after iron fist and luke cage got the boot i was like blue balls oh god because especially no you guys are totally right because it's like daredevil the punisher and jessica jones all ended where it's like yeah if there's another one we can go in there but if it ends it ends but like luke cage and iron fist like totally were like you need to pay attention first next season and it's like oh no never never mind yep Yep. Nope. That sucks. A yeah. lot of assholes. So when I look at the Umbrella Academy, I can at least go, I got two really great seasons. Iron Fist, I look at and I go, first season was not strong at all. It had nope. redeemable qualities, but was not I agree. Strong. Like Tom Pelfrey. Season, yes. Like yeah, Tom he, yeah, he was second good. season was so good. I don't care what any Iron Fist No, it's good. Says. Second season was perfectly executed. Except for the fact that in training monologues, he had the mask, but not in reality. Yeah, yeah. God, God forbid. God forbid the final battle is him in actual costume, you know. Um, but to me, I look at Iron Fist and I say that show was making its way to um, someday being something that I could say was close to Daredevil level, where it was accurate. It was beautiful. It was um, the choreography was great. It would have cost money that third season. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but you can't say that they didn't learn their lessons and they didn't like refine it to a T. Yeah, yeah. Second season, you know, and then it ends with both fists, both fists. I know. We had said oh, we had said for Iron Fist season one <laughs> that um, the the issues were very fixable. Like it wasn't like oh man, you can't fix that because you need more. Right. Money. Like no. Obviously, you rushed the first season, and that's why it wasn't uh, as clean as it should have been. Right. Uh, second season, they took their time. They had a great product. So, all in all, I was saying that to say, I'm sorry, guys, um, that if Umbrella Academy does not get renewed, and I'm knocking on wood right now, if you can hear me. You better. Um, it won't hurt me because I, I kind of feel somewhat fulfilled on how great both seasons were. Iron Fish had just gotten good, and then you pulled the phone. <laughs> Like that will that that's a hurt that I'll always feel. Um, so Netflix has just made me numb this stuff. And I'll, I feel that way about like, and I'm sorry to get too into it. It's just I will never forgive Netflix for what they did to the Marvel universe on it. But yeah. again, even Luke Cage, like I liked the first season, but yeah. I didn't like it as much as I liked the second season. The second season was fucking phenomenal. And the way they ended that off, like with the teaser, oh my oh. god. <laughs> I'm like, just saying, oh, he's the kingpin now? What's yeah. going on? Like, oh, yeah. Luke Cage is like the good one, all righteous and everything, and now it's like he's getting his head, you know, too big for the is- Oh, yeah. Oh. So yeah. good. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. I- I know the biggest thing me and Joel talked about was Daredevil, as much as it was a, a, a suitable ending, um, Man, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, in the comics, um, Bullseye had adamantium play, uh, placed inside of his body. That's um, fine. Yeah. I think that's what they were doing in, in yeah. the end scene. Here's yeah, the thing. Were. Here's the thing. It's loosely connected to the MCU, because remember, the Hulk in, in the Avengers in the event of New York happened. So it's like, yeah. 
how the hell were you going to explain adamantium before yeah, the men were ever in? They could have always called it something else, but oh, yeah, they were definitely doing something, some type of metal to his spine because right. they broke his back or whatever. And that actor doesn't get enough credit for his performance. No, he was great. Scene. He was Wilson Bethel or no, not Wilson. Uh, it's, it's, no, yeah. uh, it's, it's either Wilson Bethel or Bethel Wilson. I get the order confused. I think it was Wilson Bethel. Some of that. I just know that when I we announced it that it was him that was going to be Bullseye, he gave me a frowning face. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know who he is. Oh, come on. Well, look, I'm sorry, but my expectations were Jason Statham, and then Netflix ruined it. So it was like, he was fucking fantastic. So they were never going to put no, Jason Statham in the Netflix universe. Totally, yeah. yeah. Would have been nice, but, you know, he's that been. got a big head, that guy. It's hard to fit him in. <laughs> that would have been a lot of real estate to put that bullseye on. But all right, all right. Uh, let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> I want to talk. Thea actually just did an amazing article about this, but I want to talk a little bit about um, how hard it is for actors and actresses, or as they said, just call them actors. Um, how hard sure. it is uh, coming from big role or big studio roles, um, getting work after that. We 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 think of the guy that played Aladdin, saying, "Yeah, poor guy." After that. Daisy Ridley. Uh, had I just, got like 10 roles for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, this is how I view it. And then, uh, Joel, I'll let you go. And then, Tia, you can finish it out with uh, a little thoughts from the article that you wrote up also. I view it like this. You look at a Star Wars movie, right? When is the last time someone said to you leaving a theater, man, that acting was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life? Rarely, if at all, right? It's more of a spectacular thing. It's more of a look at the visuals. It's more of look at the nostalgia. It's more of the lightsabers were really cool. The focus isn't necessarily on great acting. So if you're a studio and all you have of Daisy Ridley is um, that murder on the Orient Express, which was not a good movie, um, and the worst ending I've ever seen in my life. Um, in Star Wars, it's really hard to grasp what her acting is. Um, you know, you kind of look at it and you kind of go, I want to say you're good, but I haven't really seen much. You go from the guy from Aladdin. I don't know what he's been in besides Aladdin. So you look at that and you kind of go, the acting all the way around in that movie wasn't necessarily spectacular um so you don't really get a good enough gauge on it and you're like there's just so many other great people i can cast that i have a body of work on um then to take this risk with you um now this is not me saying um either one of them are good or bad actors um i'm just saying if you think about it from a studio standpoint no one really goes to see star wars movies for the acting like when you go see um uh a typical Tom Hardy movie. You're like, all right, I'm going to get really good acting. Um, he very rarely makes movies that are spectacles that you're like, nah, I'm just looking for the special effects. Um, so it's easier to gauge that. But when you're doing a Star Wars movie, it's like acting's not really <laughs> what's, what's the strong suit in these movies. Um, but Joel, I, I'm curious, how, how do you view this? Um, and, and what do you think is some of the, the reasons why people that do these big, huge studio movies uh, are finding it hard to get work. 
I have no idea, honestly, because I know I'm not that I'm not super picky when it comes to actors, especially if you're coming from a big movie. I just need to see that you at least look the part, and then if you do a decent job acting, you got it for me. But I'm not one of those. I don't, I don't cast those people. Um, I don't know why she's struggling to find work or or what's his name, Aladdin. I, I don't get it. I mean, why? <laughs> like, like there's fan casts all the time of all these people doing other things. You can't tell me that there's not a role for them somewhere doing something. Now, are they going to be lead roles? Maybe that's harder to come by um, because to be a lead, maybe not all the time, but you need some type of connection. Or you're just that good, you know? Um, but when it comes to just a role somewhere, like I can't I don't I don't know why. I don't I mean I'm not in the business, so I can't really tell you. Yeah, I mean like like you said, we, we fan cast a lot of these people uh often. All the time. Me and yeah. you just like, hey, you know, let's let's talk fan cast. Like, yeah, that guy. As soon as he was like we saw a lot of we were fan casting that dude and other stuff. Oh, for sure. I had him as my Green Ranger if they didn't change up uh, yeah. the live-action uh, Power Rangers. Um, so, I mean, sometimes people just have a look, and a look is great. I mean, we know the story of Jason Statham. He was selling watches in, in freaking uh, – I can't remember the director's name. Um, saw him outside of the store and was kind of just like, you have a look that I like. You, you want to be in a movie? And then, boom, that the history was made. So y- you're absolutely right. Um, but I think sometimes what's, what's hard to gauge is even with a look, it's kind of like you kind of want to get the feel, I, I, I guess. Um, and, and again, but that's why I made sure I was clear in saying, I'm not saying that I wouldn't give them work if, if I was a studio or a director or whatever. Um, I'm just looking at it from the lens of um, you don't really have much to go off of. But then again, uh, I'm listening to how stupid I sound. Chris Hemsworth was what a, a soap opera actor in Australia, and then became. Yeah. He had one role before that uh, Thor, which was a, a a cameo in Star Trek. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, there's a reason why. If you go back, literally, there's an article that says uh, Marvel cast two unknowns or two nobodies, pretty much. For <laughs> They're referring to Tom Hiddleston and Chris mm-hmm. Hemsworth. Yeah, they were nobody. They were nobody that we knew. Yeah, right. So, I mean, sometimes it's just taking a chance. Um, and I tell you this, and this is going to sound really mean, but I, I, I'm going to say it anyway. If Gal Gadot is being in movies as she has since getting Wonder Woman, you can't tell me that Daisy Ridley uh, should be, uh, it should be this tough for Daisy Ridley. Right. That's all I'm saying. And the only reason I'm saying it like that is because Gal was not an actress. Right. <laughs> she was in Fast and Furious because she was beautiful. That's why she didn't have many talking roles. Um, and then Zach saw something in her, believed in her, and that casting team uh, selected her to be Wonder Woman. And now you couldn't tell that, you know, she wasn't in that much stuff. She seems really good at this. Um, mm-hmm. I always say she does what I think John Cena does which is fine roles that they fit, uh, that fit like gloves and they excel in it. So they're not necessarily great actors. They just find roles that fit them. And what they did was they created Wonder Woman to fit her rather than, and Joel even said it with the, the whole language barrier. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of made more people uh, look and sound more like her mm-hmm. than what we kind of traditionally imagine Wonder Woman to sound like or look like. Um, yeah. 
You started having her change her accent. They had her, everyone else change their accent to her. Exactly. So that is you custom fitting her. Um, so I'm like, if you could do all that for her, Daisy Ridley just shouldn't be working this hard. But I find it hard to believe that um, with Disney owning Star Wars and, you know, obviously Feige being in like the, you know, the background watching what was going on with Disney, <laughs> I could see Daisy Ridley getting a Marvel job. Uh, yeah, something. Later. I definitely can. Uh, I I won't put that out of the realm of possibility. Um, And I'll I'll say this. With the X-Men, there's just so many female characters. Um, And I'm like, Daisy Ridley could be one of them. Um, Why not? Why not, right? So, fingers crossed for Daisy Ridley. I really hope she gets a whole lot more roles. Um, She might have to take the Robert Pattinson route. Robert Pattinson did a lot of uh, what people in the music industry call underground work. Um, Indies. Yeah. Oh, indies is probably the better way to say that. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> indies, um, you know, people aren't that familiar with. But if you're a, a movie fan, um, you know of these movies and you know of his work and you know how talented he is. So hopefully um, Daisy Ridley can walk that path. But Tia, to close this out, what are your thoughts on uh, some of these actors finding it hard to get work? Well, you have to imagine, right? So we as fans sit there and we say, Oh, well, how could the studios not? Right. But, and I know that it's a star Wars movie, so it's obviously huge, but sometimes these people in the industry, believe it or not, aren't aware of each other. Right. I remember going to a supernatural convention a few years ago. And at that point, supernatural had been around for about 10 seasons. Right. And, um, you know, it's on the CW. Well, mm-hmm. it, it's on 15 seasons now, but at the time, it was <laughs> seasons, you know, so it's on the CW. So, I mean, fans, people in like the geek world, even if you don't watch it, you know what the hell Supernatural is. And yep. during the convention, Jim Beaver uh, was up there and he was talking. He said that he was, uh, it was right when he was doing Crimson Peak with Tom Hiddleston. And he was talking to Tom Hiddleston and Tom Hiddleston was like, oh, so, you know, what projects are you in? He's like, Oh, I'm in supernatural. He's like, Oh, what's that about? And he's like talking about, it. he's like, that sounds lovely. Like, you know, what is that? And it's first and second seat or second season. And it's like, Oh, it's 10 seasons, you know? And like people just <laughs> aren't aware of shit. But, um, that being said, this is going to sound really like shitty, but I just think that Daisy Ridley isn't that good of an actress. Um, she had the Ouch. appeal she had the appeal for Star Wars, you know, and that obviously has ridden her as far as it could. But if you're a studio, you may not want to cast her because, you know, she was only good in, say, this one role. She's maybe not that versatile. That's not saying that she can't prove herself, that she can't get some acting lessons, or she can't go in, you know, a certain way. But I think for right now, for right now she is probably going to have to go the Robert Pattinson way, do some indie films. Um, and I think that's what's really hard about these actors coming out and their first role being such massive successes because it is hard for them afterwards to find work. Um, You know, thankfully, people like, say, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston are really good actors. They probably have good agents and just people are willing to take more of a chance on them. But, you know, I think it says something that people aren't really taking a chance on someone like Daisy Ridley. Again, I I don't think that 
that means that she can't get work in the future. Um, but you know, it is what it is at this point. I, I forgive me. Like, so I know that John Boyega says that he's kind of dealing with the same thing, but I don't mm-hmm. think to the level that Daisy Ridley is, but John Boyega is a good actor. And obviously I'm driver even though this kind of made him more well-known in a mainstream fact, had his career before um, Mm -hmm. the Star Wars movies. And he's going to continue, as we see, having a career after the Star Wars movies. So it really looks like um, Daisy Ridley and I believe, uh, uh, what's her name? Kelly Marie Tran or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Even though I think she's also just got casted recently for something, but I believe she's... A voice role. A voice role, but I think yeah. she too is going through the same thing. So you know, there's something to be said too that the women of Star Wars are having troubles, but not the men. Well, yeah, well, I will, I will point this out. <laughs> I, I will point this out. We have to remember, Mark Hamill went animated after Star yeah. Wars, so it wasn't like he did Star Wars and then he was in major major movies afterwards. All right, and, um, the, and the ones he did weren't very popular. Right. <laughs> what we have what we have to remember is look at the MCU right now. The MCU is filled with actors that are already established. And then what they do is they kind of they take a few new actors and develop them. DC went the complete opposite route. Um not many people watch Ezra in um the the Wildflower movie or whatever it was called. That movie was <laughs> Wallflower. Um, of Wallflower. <laughs> yeah. Um, I consider that a more modern day version of um, uh, what was that movie where they were all in detention with Molly Ringwald? Um, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. I thought it was a more modern day version of that. I love that movie, but a lot of people didn't know Ezra Miller. So the DCEU, outside of Ben, was building itself off of actors. No one fucking knew who they were. It's like Aquaman. If you didn't knew the characters, you were like, "This is your Aquaman? Who the hell is this?" Well, you knew some Game of Thrones. No, I'm saying if you some didn't watch Game did. of Thrones, I didn't watch Game of Thrones till Joel forced me to, which was like a yep. year ago. And um, I don't regret it. No, <laughs> I don't regret it either. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying I didn't know who Jason Momoa was when he got cast. Um, so to me, it was just like this is weird. Um, yeah. But I will say this to you: I'm going to shoot Daisy Ridley some bail. I don't think her problem is acting, um, and I say that because. I don't think she's done enough to be able to say she's good or bad at acting. Um, same way, a lot of people told me it wasn't fair to judge Chris Hemsworth off of the first Thor. I'd, I'd still to this day think if it wasn't for um, Anthony Hopkins and Tom Hiddleston, I just would never have any interest in watching the first Thor ever. Um, oh, I skipped to I. I'll be. I'll take a step further. I literally for Thor. Uh, one and Thor: The Dark World. I literally just skipped to the Loki scenes. <laughs> I have no no shame. I put it on and I just fast forward. <laughs> that that is hilarious. I just skipped the movies, but it's good to know that you just go right to the. I'm forcing people to watch these movies, so you, you guys do what you do. I'm gonna torture someone to see it. <laughs> I mean, Thor: The Dark World certainly is a method of torture. But no, the point I was trying to make was it, it wasn't fair to judge Chris Hemsworth off of that movie because he has shown that he, 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 is, he is a talented actor. 
Um, I think he's also one of those actors that needs roles that fit him rather than like, oh, this is a really good role we think you could, you know, you could be in. No, it doesn't fit him. Chris Hemsworth, is he a chameleon? Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, no. You know who I think has the ability to be a chameleon? Um, Tom uh, Holland. I think he's going to surprise us. I think, I think he's another one who gets typecasted because he's you know, Peter Parker, but I think he's going to surprise us with the devil all the time and Cherry. Like, yeah, you're going to see. That looks good. Yeah, you're going to see. Okay. He knows what he's doing. Well, I'm going to just go ahead and throw this out there. There's nothing Tom Holland can do to surprise me. When, when he improvised, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Let me know acting is definitely in his DNA. Um, so that's never a question with me when it comes to Tom Holland. Um, that scene made me cry. T, I don't cry oh, superhero <laughs> movies. No, I know. It's just that you have, <laughs> like, he only cries at superhero trailers. Right. You have right. some <laughs> you have some haters out there who are like so convinced that Tom Holland is a shit actor and he's a he's a child and oh if you put him in your movie or you know, instantly you know, I'm just saying the I spent, as you guys know, I spent a lot of time on Twitter. So I unfortunately subject yeah. myself to this line of stupidity. And I'm like, I think, yeah. And it's like, I think Tom Holland, while yes, he's been in more lighthearted roles. Cause you know, who doesn't want to be in a lighthearted role? I feel like, do you want to be sad all the time? But right. I feel like he definitely is going to give a great performance in those two projects I just mentioned. Plus, plus, the Devil All the Time, by the way, has Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson and that's Bill right. Spallard in it. So that's a great fucking cast. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of actors in that movie. There's a lot of actors in that movie. Sorry, Chawana. I keep going every which way tonight. No, no. You're, you're, you're fine. Um, so, I mean, we, we kind of wrapped up that topic. Um, we, we do hope that uh, John Boyega, Kelly, and uh, Daisy Ridley, um, and I want to say Mensa is his last name that, that played Aladdin. Uh, we really hope you guys can get some work and, and really showcase your talent. Um, there's just too much stuff out there for you guys not to be able to get any. Yeah, especially the guy who plays Aladdin. I feel like he has a face that like you could right that in so many roles. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it's like, man, I just need someone to stand here and look beautiful. Oh, I'll, I'll get that guy. Like, that is true. Right? He's a good looking guy. It is confusing. It's very much degrading, but I mean, hey, it's it's a role. His, his name is Mina. <laughs> Mina Masood. Mina. Mina. Okay. Oh. Mina Masood. Okay. All right. Um, well, here's to them. Hoping that they get roles in the near future. Um, because I would love to see more of more of their acting ability so I could properly judge it rather than just going off of Aladdin and saying, yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's fair to judge him off of that. Um, but all right, let's move on. Um, let me see. What, what else? Any other big news come out? I'm just itching to get to these trailers. <laughs> it's, it's been a slow couple of days. Ever since DC fandom, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's been quiet. By the way, um, I don't like how quiet Kevin Feige is. I- I'm sorry. Let me let me let me be more specific. I don't like how quiet Disney has been um, <laughs> since March. And I'm not talking about like oh DC fandom made it. No, they've been this quiet since March. Um, and I do not like it. The Mandalorian has been done for what feels like 15 years. 
drop a damn trailer. I mean, come on now. Really? Disney got, Disney got hit hard by COVID, not just with their movies, their TV shows for Disney Plus, but also their theme parks. You got to remember, Disney has theme parks. And what can't you do during a pandemic? Go and spend a shit ton of money at their freaking theme parks. So I think that and they. Yeah, it, oh fuck, man! It was six months of when I was a kid. I can't even imagine what it'd be now. Uh-huh. But <laughs> mortgage, it's a mortgage payment out there. For yeah. I'm still paying for that shit. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I think that they've just been sitting there and they're just like waiting and observing right now. And you know, they're not going to be making any promises that they'll need to go back and have to shift around because people can't stay inside or wear masks or anything. Yeah, but see, my issue isn't that. My issue isn't, um, you know, stuff that has to be filmed and stuff like that. I'm not looking for, oh, casting news on a movie we don't even know if we can make. That's not what I'm talking about. Eternals is done. Give a trailer. (laughs) You know, uh, WandaVision is pretty much done. Give a trailer. The Mandalorian, give a trailer. Like, that's all I'm asking for, Tia. I'm not asking for him to say, hey, guys, here's news on Spider-Man, you know, the movie. We don't even know when we're going to start filming. No. More realistic is you have finished products. Give me trailers. Give me something. Give me something. Tia, Flash just gave us concept art that was enough to to carry us until when we actually do get filming started on that. Like, that was good news. We've been getting news slowly, like, for the last couple months. I'm like, come on, you can at least tell us about what the movies are going to be, even if, you know, you haven't filmed them yet. Like, that's not going to change. For um, sure. Like, that Eternals trailer is ready. Give me the fucking Eternals trailer. 100% <laughs> it's ready. The Mandalorian's supposed to come out in October. We're almost in September. Give me a trailer. What are we yeah. doing here? So that, that's where my beef is. My beef is not, I'm not one of these people, Tia, on, on Twitter that's asking for the the impossible which is um you know casting news or stuff like that on movies they're still trying to figure out when they can film i get that um i'm just talking about something as simple as hey you guys know like you guys remember we finished eternals right here's a trailer oh thank you mandalorian comes out in a month and a half here's a trailer oh thank you well, is that why on Twitter today it was trending hashtag Marvel is over? I'm like, damn, you guys had one like convention over the weekend. You're already declaring that Marvel's over. Like, calm your horses, sit down. <laughs> Marvel it's all antagonizing, so they can come out hard. You know, yeah, pride yes. the fucking bull. Right? <laughs> here's, here's the funny thing: that hashtag, excuse me, will completely like be destroyed uh, when Kevin Feige de- uh, comes out and decides to talk, the new hashtag will be DC is dead. And then it'll just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be like um, around, the, around the world. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunately what the internet is. But we, we know um, DC has shown its strength. Uh, this was great for them. This was great for their stock. Sure was. This was great it. for people's mm-hmm. faith in them. Because um, I can tell you this right now. I didn't hear... And you guys know I'm not really on Twitter because I, I can't handle that negativity. <laughs> I didn't see not one person complain about DC fans. Um, you know, because it had something for everybody. Your artists, your your comic readers, your cartoon watchers, your um, TV show watchers, your movie players. It had cops. something for video gamers. Cops. <laughs> um, no, but it had something for um, 
for everybody. So to me, I look at it and I go, this was the moment, if you're a DC fan, you've been waiting for it, to where it was like, wow, we have a, a, a true path that it seems like they're sticking to and, and going down. Um, so this is huge, but it by, it by no means messed up anything Marvel's way. Like, I tell you this right now, Kevin Feige tomorrow dropped a photo of Blade. I'd, I'd, I'd shit myself. Like, I'd legit shit myself. Um, <laughs> Kevin Feige told me, like, hey, guys, like, you know how you enjoyed fandom? Uh, great. I'm glad you guys did. Well, X-Men are coming, and here's a photo. Like, what? Photo <laughs> <laughs> without ever getting any casting news. What, do you want to kill people? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, so, I mean, that's that's what I mean by there is no such thing as – the end of Marvel or the end of DC because one gives really good news or, or gives a really good showcase. Because um, I tell you this, Kevin Feige gives me anything about the X-Men and then Matt Reeves two months later <laughs> gives me anything about the Batman. I'm forgetting the X-Men for like a month and I'm focused back on the Batman. Um, so to me, it's, it's, it, 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 it's one of those ping pong balls. It just keeps going back and forth. It's also very ridiculous because I think there's a quote by Kevin Feige where it's like, he doesn't see DC as the competition. He just sees them as really good movies. Like they don't view that. It's all us little people here that keep bickering among each other. Which is right. dumb because it only fuels both. It, it, yeah. it really does. It only fuels both. Um, and to me, it's like, if they're not fighting, why are we fighting? Like, they right. love each other. <laughs> Chris Evans loves to hang out with Henry Cavill. Um, Jason Momoa loves to hang out with, with some of the people over at Marvel. Like, what? why are we stressing? Um, but all right. Uh, we I'll definitely never understand. Need, we definitely need a movie of Jason Momoa and Chris Hemsworth. Like, we, we oh, no. We could... No, we couldn't no. handle it. We couldn't handle it. It'd be too much. Like, way, too, way, like way too many abs, way too many, like, sexiness. I would, I would just die. <laughs> you know what, Tia? If that movie ever happened, what I would do is I would have their faces and their bodies covered the whole movie. So you have to sit here and appreciate their acting. Yeah, be, my ovaries wouldn't be able to take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, we're gonna move on on that. <laughs> uh, anything else before we get into these trailers, uh, news-wise? You guys want to talk about? Nope. Not a thing. All right, I'm gonna queue up Wonder Woman, and we're gonna get right into that trailer because that was the first one. So we're going to start with Wonder Woman, um, which, by the way, Joelle, I feel the need to say this again, because I saw this on Twitter today, and it really made me sad. Uh, I need people to stop calling Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor uh, the Trinity. They are <laughs> the Trinity. <laughs> you kids need to stop it. They are They're the new, the new Holy Trinity. <laughs> this is why I lost faith in this newer generation because they truly believe that, Tia. They don't know that the OGs of the, the Trinity are Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman. That that cannot change. You know, it, it's like the sun being it, yellow. It's time, for, it's time for new kings. No, 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 no Tia, no. never. <laughs> that that sounds sacrilegious coming out of your mouth. Don't think <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that that'll get me to stop talking to you. Don't say that. Kings, <laughs> Kings of comedy. <laughs> That's all this is becoming. It's becoming comedy. Um, but all right, for everyone listening, what we're gonna do for these trailers, we're gonna do a few trailers, not not a whole bunch. Um, we're going to watch them, and whenever someone wants to uh, talk about something, we will um, hit pause and discuss it. Uh, bang, so bang. Just, oh, wait, nope, don't start yet. <laughs> so just, just shout out, guys, when there's something you guys want to uh, discuss or break down, and we'll do so. If not, we'll just watch the trailer and then talk about it a little bit and then move on. Um, but our first trailer is Wonder Woman 1984, and here we go. Oh, nope, here we go. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. The time will come for you. And everything will be different. Citizens of the world! I'll be here to change your life. Free love, you can have it. Thank you, Sargos. Up, oh, shoot, sorry, guys. Man, I'm lucky you. Man, I'm lucky you. Now only one day has passed. I don't want to be had everything. But people like me have had nothing. Dope. Well, that's my turn. Get used to it. I do want to speak on that. If I can go back for a quick Where? Her color palette. Her color palette. Look how bright and beautiful this suit looks. I know. And people shit on this so badly. I'm like, you guys hate seeing, don't you? Or color. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with the color? Those are the colors of her fucking costume. Exactly. No, they say they say it's too bright. You know, they'll be like, look at Zack Snyder's and look at now Wonder Woman 1984. And it's like, what? They're just the colors, but brighter. Like, why more is more vibrant? It's, well, like it's, it's daylight. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Patty Jenkins, like un unlike Zach at, at times, actually like looked at Wonder Woman comics and was like, Oh wait, sun shines in Themistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. Have a power out, you know? Uh, um now I gotta now I gotta pay attention to Justice League and make sure the light is on. When he goes to scare. <laughs> like, oh shit, is it during the day this time? So the swear it was before. You know, so I, I look at this and I kind of just go, Patty Jenkins is, is developing a Wonder Woman world um, that I really do hope we, we get HBO Max spinoffs of. Um, you know, Wonder Woman that. like that. Like, because, I, I, you know, Patty did say after three movies, she's done. Um, that doesn't mean Wonder Woman's done. Someone else could, could definitely step in and, and, and direct more. But I honestly would like movies to really cap themselves off at, at three or four. Um, yeah. And then now that we have um, streaming service, do a Wonder Girl 
show that um, still she still goes back and forth to Themyscira. You still have a good enough budget because uh, you're still working with HBO Max. Um, and you just tell the legend of Wonder Woman, but through what uh, Wonder Girl's eyes. Um, and then you could just grow like that. To me, I, I have no problem with that. I actually would prefer if um, the counterparts um, are formed in HBO Max rather than live action movies, but they can cross over into the live action movies. Um, it just gives it just gives people who have never like if Aquaman wanted to introduce Aqualad, I wouldn't mind them introducing him in the movie and then giving him his own show, so people who have never heard of him have a chance to really see his character flesh out, develop, see the whole history of their character, rather than yeah. you know just giving him twenty minutes in an Aquaman movie and people are no smarter about the character than they were before they walked in. Um, yeah. Just utilize HBO Max to where. Uh, the sidekicks are getting love, and then you're just bringing them into the movies. If they want to introduce sidekicks, of course. If you want to, yes, absolutely. If you want to introduce sidekicks, that that's a huge if. But if you do, do it that way, so we get a better chance at, at seeing who they really are uh, before just yeah. throwing them in a uh, in a movie. You notice she doesn't use a sword or a shield anymore, right? Say it again. You said you noticed that she doesn't use a sword or shield anymore, right? Yeah, I, I think Patty Jenkins, like, she sat in the room and she said, okay, guys, Zach is gone. Uh, we're getting rid of this sword and shield shit. Uh, <laughs> what else can we do? And they were like, yeah, hey, you know, that, you know that lasso that, like, can just tell, you know, force people to tell the truth? Yeah, how about we make this shit the most ridiculous weapon Wonder Woman yeah. has ever had? They're like, how ridiculous. I don't know. She can swing off of clouds, off of lightning strikes. Yeah, I want you to actually, it's the <laughs> next scene after this one. The next frame. All right, hold on. Let me play it. Hold on. Try to catch it when she's on that cloud. Oh, no, it's after. Sorry. It was, it was, it's it was before. It was before. Oh, it was before with the lightning strike? No, not lightning. On the cloud. On the cloud. Okay, I got <laughs> Legit. you. Legit. It looks okay. like if she's playing a video game and there's like a glowing orb. There. Right there. You see? <laughs> Well, and I was going to say, it's like, uh, didn't you say with Marvel, Captain America, like no one beforehand, he didn't use the shield as like a weapon, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but he was in the movie. It's like, it's, it's time to play with these, you know, uh, old weapons or items that we're so used to being pretty much just like boring as shit. It's like, no, 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 let's use them and actually be epic right now. Right, exactly. And I think that, I think what they mentioned uh, a couple months ago when they were doing press for one woman is that they thought that sword and shield was a little like overkill. Like she ain't trying to slice, slice these people in half. <laughs> so she's like, I got the lasso. I'm just going to stick with the lasso against normal people. and save the sword and shields for like, gods <laughs> you know i mean it, it it reminded me of when like you see the hulk in video games and he's like fighting humans and he's like mm -hmm. kicking the shit out of them it's like well that would kill a human <laughs> so it kind of would make more sense if the hulk were fighting people like i don't know in robot suits or like yeah. abomination people that like actually make sense of like the hulk kicks they can get back up but you're not going to tell me that if I kick one of these fucking soldiers, he's getting back up and I have to kick him again. It's the Hulk. It's overkill yeah. if, I'm have to, if I have to even kick one of these soldiers. Right. So like Wonder Woman using a sword and shield when she could like punch a dude in the face really hard. 
It's like fat. Right. She's, she's already very strong and knows how to fight. And she could probably take out multiple, as you saw, multiple people with just her lasso. <laughs> I mean, and they're going to make it cool because that's the thing. Forever, it's just her swinging it around and catching people instead of using it like a weapon. It looks like right. they're going to use it as more of a weapon. Which right. Cool. And I'm more curious about its, its powers. I mean, we saw the shot where yeah. she was using it. To deflect bullets. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you can that do was that? New. That's a new one. And the whole fucking, like, swinging from lightning bolts or swinging from a fucking cloud. I wanted them to explain that because obviously in the comic book she can fly. Even the cartoon she can fly. At this point, she doesn't look like she can fly, but she can fucking swing on clouds, apparently, or in lightning bolts. So I'm very curious uh, if they explain that whole new ability. It's funny. They've been giving her new shit. Since like they they introduced her in the movie, it's funny because my sister calls me and she goes, "Wonder Woman is like swinging like Spider Man with this with this this lasso, but can't she fly?" I said, "Yes, but in this in these movies, she's kind of like Jessica Jones. It's like she could jump really fucking high, but she doesn't really stay there. <laughs> like yeah. it's not like a it's like it's guided falling." <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I didn't notice that. Like, that's what? a good thing you pointed out because it's like, yeah, in the cartoons, she flies, but I've never seen Gail Godot's Wonder Woman fly. Right. Yeah, she she just can't at the moment. Maybe maybe that changes by the end of this movie. <laughs> but uh, or maybe she but, can fly with maybe, damn wings. Well, we saw that before because in in the comics, in the very limited run, Jessica Jones had. She could fly. She was just afraid to, so she never yeah. did. Right, uh, to fly. In the right. show, to make it more believable with the budget that they had, and because she was supposed to be a street level hero, yeah. uh, she did not fly. Like she couldn't. She could just jump really high. She, uh, it's probably the same thing. She's just scared of heights, so it's more like guided falling. <laughs> right. <laughs> like exactly. Exactly. So it's just taking liberties. But I mean, honestly, like the whole thing. Honestly, I, I really don't mind. I mean, to me, that's not like a huge, oh, man, you know, I have Wonder Woman flying. No, I don't bother me. Do it's want. different. <laughs> Everybody else, like Superman can fly and other characters can fly. Wonder Woman doesn't have to be able to fly. I'll be fine with it. I just want them to explain this whole cloud thing. <laughs> I'm looking at it. What the fuck is it? I'm curious. I love it. I, I want to know why. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm completely with you because, I mean, I legit – Thought Spider Man was the only one that could do weird shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swinging on clouds and shit. That's a whole Spider Man PS1 shit. Yeah, no, that's definitely Spider Man PlayStation 1 101. It's like, wait a minute, there's no trees or buildings. <laughs> How am I? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but all right, let's finish this off. He's a man. What? Uh, 
Wonder Woman 1984. I, I heard a lot of people saying that Steve Trevor is not really alive. It's more like um, a conjuring of, of her imagination. The only reason why I'm like, that's kind of BS is because Barbara gets her powers. However, Steve Trevor returned. Um, and it doesn't look like her powers are, are an imagination. That, that shit looked real. Um, so I don't think right. this is one big dream Wonder Woman is living in. Uh, Patty, you better not do that shit. Patty, Patty, <laughs> listen to me. If this is one big dream, I will, Patty, I, listen, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but no, so I, I kind of want to debunk that, not as like, like I know for a fact, but it just wouldn't make sense. Um, cause it's like Cheetah is supposed to be like an actual villain that she could like fight again in the near future. What? So she's like a figment of her imagination or a manifestation. It's like, so this is a one-time villain. We're, we're going to keep doing this shit where we kill all <laughs> villains, right? Um, so, I mean, I, I personally don't think that that's the route they're going. Do, do you guys think that they're going to go that route? I don't think that the whole thing is a dream, but I definitely think that there's something with Steve Trevor that because if and I know that right now DC is not keen on continuity, but Steve Trevor <laughs> wasn't around in Justice League. You know, it's clear that by the time the current moment happens that Steve Trevor isn't around, I really do believe that it is some sort of shit with uh, Pedro Pascal's character. I'm not saying that the whole thing is a dream. I just think that there's some sort of manipulation tactic by Pascal's character. Well, I'll say this, and it made me laugh, because this is my justification for, um, you know, the reasoning behind Steve Trevor. We have to remember, Robin was very unpopular um, at a time. So much unpopular that DC asked its fan base, should I or should I not kill this Robin? And when the fan base said, yeah, sure, no one cares, kill the Robin. It was, it was Jason. They, it was they Jason. They liked Jason. It was Jason. Specifically, they liked Dick. They didn't like right, Jason. they liked Dick, but not Jason. And the reason why I brought this up was they created the most asinine way to bring Jason back, but it worked, right? Yeah, now he's one no of our one, popular characters. No one cared. No one cared about the how he came back. It was just, he's really cool now. I'm kind of glad he's back. So mm-hmm. I brought it up to say, it's a good chance to you that Steve Trevor, um, there's, who knows? Who knows how he's back? But there could be a way to where it's real. Um, but I, I'll even say this to you. There's no better way to hurt your your hero than to give them hope. And then you strip it away when they need it the most. Um so, I mean, I'm not against the idea of that not really being it, but I also would hate it because that would pretty much confirm that he wouldn't be in the third and final Wonder Woman. And I kind of, now that you've brought him back, I kind of would prefer for him to be in all three movies. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you just worry about explaining it, you know, later. I mean, hell, we're about to have three goddamn Batmans. <laughs> and they're not worried about explaining that shit right now. So, um, you know, they'll get to it when they get to it. So, to me, when it comes to DC, it's not that they don't necessarily care about continuity. They just care about giving you the best of, of, of what they have. And if that means that it's not all in, in one cohesive uh, piece, then they don't really care. But I always remind people, um, <laughs> they switched Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo and then completely told us to forget about it. 
Like, yep. forget about I it. I believed it. Forget <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah. So, to so me, explain like, everything. You don't. <laughs> Not everything has to be explained. Most things are kind of just like a wink. When they switch. But I, 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 I prefer if you try at least, though. Say it again, Joel. I said I prefer if you try at least, though. No, I'm with you. I'm just saying whatever their reasoning is, I'm more open to it than yeah. I was after Wonder Woman ended when it was kind of like, all right, well, you know, no more Steve Trevor. One movie, Steve Trevor, yeah. Right. Like, oh, that was cool. Like, and then they were like, no, we're bringing him back. I remember we were kind of like, how? Oh. He, he died. I kind of saw that. Like, but He's his great-grandson? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> but once we actually saw him in the trailer, we were more receptive of it. Like, And then once we kind of got some information on the backstory of the of the movie, we were kind of like, okay, all right, I don't hate it. Um, you know, like, if, depending on how they go about it. Yeah, it's how they explain it, you know. But I, I did thoroughly enjoy that trailer. I loved how Cheetah looks. I kind of can't wait to see Cheetah in white, um, just to kind of see yeah. her color palette. I want to see her color palette. Um, it's something that sounds so stupid, but I love Cheetah's color palette throughout the comics. Um, and I'm just curious what Patty Jenkins' color palette for her is. Um, so I am curious about that. And I'm curious about her transformation. She was yeah. a thousand percent human when she was fighting Wonder Woman in what looks like the White House or something. Um, yeah. And then she went full cheetah uh, in the last scene that we saw Barbara in. So it's like, how the hell did that happen? Um, See, so yeah, I'll ask you uh, before I ask Joelle and then we move on to our next trailer. No. Uh, do you have any theories on who you think Pedro Pascal is playing or do you think it's legit who they said Maxwell Lord so because I'm not uh you know so well versed in DC and the characters I really have no sort of uh you know theory of who he is I just love his character first of all I love Pedro Pascal and I said this since the first trailer I love the whole 1980s salesman vibe that he's constantly giving because if you go back and like look right they always had those infomercials do you want to be rich look at my beautiful cars look at all the money i make i can help make you rich and like his whole spiel like citizens of the world i love that shit i'm just so excited for whoever he is whatever he is i don't even care I just think that it's amazing he's in this film, that playing the character that he's playing, like, I'm just pumped for it. So, and that's kind of my answer is that I don't have any theories. Um, I'm just excited to sit down in the theater and, or wherever they put it, uh, just sitting down and watching it. That is very important. Depends on where they're putting it. Because New Mutants came out, and I know Joel was interested in going, but New Jersey has not opened up their movie theater. So it's like well, how the hell am I supposed to see this? <laughs> like, you know, it's not even up to me at, at this point uh, to, to, not, to want to see it or, or not. Um, but no, I mean, Pedro, Pedro's one of those actors that kind of went under the radar and then had like a really big, uh, you know, coming, uh, yeah. coming to yeah, work with the Mandalorian. Um, and then it just, it kept going and then kept going. So he's now like a household name, but um Tia was very early, uh, and I think, Joel, you were too, with um, Narcos. 
Um, yeah. Late to Narcos. So my first introduction to Pedro Pascal was that horrible movie with Ben Affleck and Charlie Hunnam and then The Mandalorian. Um, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about... I'm sorry. I, like, cut in. My internet is all shitty. What movie was that? Are you mean Triple Frontier was your first uh, uh, introduction really? to Pascal? Yes. yes. No. Ew. Yes. No, that mine... was real, like, recently. Oh, my... <laughs> yeah. my my first introduction was definitely Narcos. Like, that was my introduction to both Pedro Pascal and Boyd Holbrook. I was like, I like both these guys. Well, uh, you guys got to remember. You got to remember, Joel, you forced me to watch Game of Thrones. He was in that. Yeah. And Pia, yeah. you forced me to watch Narcos. He was in that. You both know yeah. I relate to both of those. So yeah. it shouldn't be shocking that Triple Frontier and The Mandalorian were my He's so good. Imagine. <laughs> No, I mean, great. he's great, yeah. What, wasn't he in, um, what the hell is that movie with Denzel? Uh, uh, Equalizer? Yeah, part two. Yeah, I saw that late. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that late. I saw that, I think, um, beginning of this year. I said, you know what, yeah. I'll watch it. it. It's on Stars. I'll watch it. Yeah, I did too, actually, recently. It was a recent watch. By the way, Juan, I'm so happy that you admitted that Triple Frontier was a terrible movie. I had thought that you were holding on to like some sort of false lie that it was good <laughs> because Ben Affleck was in it. So happy, yeah. happy you admit that. It had a good cast. I'll say it that. had a great cast. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. I, I don't remember, so I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I did, but I believe that I thought that movie was a waste of that talent. Did, did I say it was. it was great? I, uh, I forget if we reviewed it or not. I just feel like because there's Ben Affleck in it, you're sitting there like saying, no, 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 it was awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. It was so good. Hold on. They, uh, spoiler alert for anyone that has not seen Triple Frontier. Spoiler alert. Give you a few seconds. Okay, okay, okay. They killed Ben in that movie, so I would have definitely not appreciated that. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's they right. Did. I would that not did. have appreciated that shit at all. I think he was one of maybe the only one of them to die. So I was really pissed. I was like, I hate the rest of these people. Why, why did they get to live? <laughs> Yo, I was driving. Okay. <laughs> you killed Ben before you killed Oscar Isaac. Screw Oscar Isaac. Um, <laughs> but no, to, to get back to this, um, jo- Joel, do you think he's just Maxwell Lord or do you think they're maybe blending two characters? But um, yeah. using the name Maxwell Lord, uh, possibly. I mean, uh, I believe he is playing Maxwell Lord. Uh, I'm not saying it's only Maxwell Lord, I mean, for all we know, it's there's more to it, but um but i don't know i I have no hundred percent i have no idea really i just know for sure he is playing a version of maxwell lord the only reason why i say um i think it's a blend of two characters is because by no means do i think uh cheetah is the final villain in this movie um i think she'll be like you know the the big fight scene but I think uh, I think Maxwell Lord and, and Wonder Woman will throw down a little bit ultimately before he's he stopped. Um, I just I, I don't think you use you get Pedro Pascal and then you're like no he can't fight or anything he just kind of had like this rock that like tell you this uh, in the comic book oh, yeah. Wonder thought... Woman breaks his neck. Oh well, there we go. Something to look forward to. He's gone. He's gone. This, he's gone the Superman route. Um, no, I mean, yeah. listen. 
I thought that that was pretty obvious from all of the trailers and the teasers that it's like the more elusive Pedro Pascal's character is means that because now we're seeing so much of Barbara and Cheetah, right? It's mm-hmm. like now we're seeing her transformed. We're seeing this transformation. It's not like, say, with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home where they were like saying, oh, no, our Mysterio's good this time. And then he's really right. the villain. They're telling us in the trailer, which leads me to believe there's something they're not telling you. And that's what's going yeah. on with Maxwell, Maxwell Lord. Right. That's the secret. Like, what's yeah. up with that rock or whatever the fuck he's using? Right. Yeah, right? Remember, right, because remember, Patty did this before. She built up Dr. Poison to where it was like, Dr. Poison's going to be the, what? No, that that's stupid. And then the leak started to come out of Aries and it was like, that makes more sense. <laughs> like, Aries makes more sense. I'm fucking going to watch a movie with her versus Dr. Poison. Um, so you kind of look at this and you're kind of like, although they did not pull that uh, Aries uh, swerve off. Uh, no. Well, that he still look like point. that dude. I'm like, I, I want him to look different. <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. like, I'm like, wait a minute, Zach. I'm like, you went through all that trouble to make Doomsday look like that, but you were like, nah, Aries can just be a guy. Wait, what? <laughs> and maybe. Yeah, he's this big, muscular old guy. What? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Aries having a mustache will forever be disgusting. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, those weird mustaches, too. A weird mustache. Not like a beard or whatever, no. Yeah, it wasn't a full beard. It was one of those... I twirl this whenever I'm yeah. something. Um, <laughs> that doesn't look right under that helmet. Um, so I'm thinking Patty pulls off another swerve. Uh, I think one of the swerves, Tia, might be like you're saying. Steve might be a, a not a figment of her imagination, but something that's real, but only to her. Like we, it didn't really seem like um, anyone else was necessarily noticing Steve in the trailers. It, it, it's hard to tell. I, I'm, I'm going to say that it, it was hard to tell. Um, yeah. But it didn't really seem like people were noticing him. It just seemed like she was no, you know, only she could really see it. Um, right. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Patty swerves us with that, and then the ultimate swerve is um, Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord. It's a blended character, uh, blended characters, and is a true villain that she has to uh, fight at the end of the movie. Um, either way, this movie looks great. Congrats, Patty. Um, this is a huge step up from what a lot of people already deemed excuse me, was a great Wonder Woman movie. Um, so I can only imagine how much more uh, better the third one's going to be with how great this looks. So congrats to Patty and that entire team. Uh, this looks great. You guys have anything else to add for this trailer? Not much. No. Yeah. Just I'm very curious how she gets that armor. <laughs> oh for sure and, and by the way to anyone who, who who does not know or did not know that armor was 100% used um, to help Wonder Woman with uh, fight Cheetah oh, so yeah. that means that means there's a good chance Cheetah in her full form fought Diana before she got that armor so that's not yeah. the you know I, I think the dialogue is a bit of a swerve where she says Barbara you know what did you do I don't think it was for that specific scene. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a chance they fought before that, and she scratched the shit out of Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, and Diana was like, mm, I got a thing called armor. I'm going to go get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did want to ask you guys really quickly uh, before we move on to uh, Snyder Cut. Um, did it look like they were fighting in Themyscira, or was it just like an, another island somewhere? 
I didn't think that. I thought it looked like a facility or something. Yeah, I was thinking like where that satellite was or some shit. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like that. For a second, it kind of felt like Themyscira, but just like at night, and I don't think we've really seen much of Themyscira at night. Um, the first movie I think focused during the day, and then they just were not in Themyscira anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that's why I think it maybe it maybe threw me off a little bit, but okay, that's why I asked, you know. So you guys can set me straight. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and knowings have to battle to you. G <laughs> Joe, <laughs> give me the Snake Eyes trailer, Henry Golding. God damn it! All right, <laughs> let's move on to uh, Snyder Cut. Uh, here we go. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, you're not ready. No, not ready. Okay. No, we were actually gonna. Now, confused real quick. Sorry. You good? Is it? It's called the Snyder Cut. Yeah, that's all Correct. I'm calling it. I'm not calling this movie Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's called that. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Oh wait, wait. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you sure? Jesus Christ! There's <laughs> commercials. Now you can start it. Okay, here we go. I gotta, I gotta pause right now. I'm sorry, Juan. You You can't tell me that looks terrible. I'm sorry. That looks terrible. No, no, not at all. That that looks terrible to me. Like when they first showed this, I laughed. Like when we were watching DC fandom, I had to stop myself from laughing on air because this is hilariously bad looking. Like I'm gonna tell you you this. I'm going to tell you this. And you no can't one make this better looking? Like, they no literally one. can't make this better looking. Like, no what one. do you want him to do? <laughs> I'm going to say this, because no one's talked about it, because everyone keeps comparing this Doomsday to what Thanos look like now. I'm going to say this. Doomsday right here looks Wait, like this is Doomsday? No, this I'm sorry, not Doomsday. Is, uh, dark Side. Dark Side. Dark Side. This um, is um, Uaxis, actually. This is before he becomes do- uh, Dark Side. Right, exactly. But this Dark Side... Looks a million times better than the end credit scene of Avengers. Of their no, I'm not saying I'm not one of those people that's saying he has to look like Thanos. Like I'm not like that. I'm just saying this looks like a clay figure right now, and or just I don't. You know, you guys obviously can enjoy it how you want. Like I just think that this looks terrible. Like as soon as they put this out, it's like oh, such a bad introduction to this whole well, thing. I'm going to say this. We don't know if Zach's completely done yet. I'm going to No, say and that's what I'm saying. Like that's um, what I'm saying. Like I I'm I don't think he is done because obviously they're giving Zach like 30 million dollars to complete the movie. Like I hope this is included in it. I do want to say this to you and I'm going to speak for Joel um cuz we usually think the same. <laughs> if Zach isn't done, uh it, I mean if he if he is done when it comes to uh to Dark Side I don't think we have a problem with how this looks. I think this looks just. I fine. don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I could look a little bit, I guess, but I mean, I don't care because it's like it's probably not gonna be. Most of this, I'm looking forward to the like the whole war. There's right. probably not gonna be a whole bunch of close-ups with him anyway. This is like one of them. Uh, but he looks okay. I, I don't. I don't see. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, to me, this could be so early on. Uh, also. Um, who knows? By the time by the time we get to the scene where Batman's having a nightmare about Darkseid, uh, you know, destroying Earth, 
Who knows? Maybe Darkseid looks a million times different. Um, well, he should look different. He's older. Right. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> thousands of years later. <laughs> if this is young Darkseid, it's like, okay. I'll put it like this. Young one that picture of the side later on or whoever the fuck looks, looks real good. So obviously that that looks good. So this can, could eventually look good. Because they're probably just rendering this design over the old design, which was Steppenwolf. Right. Right. I'm completely with you. And we, we, like I said, it, I'm not comparing it like Marvel vs. DC, but I'm just comparing it as to uh, characters we've waited for that have had rough intros. Um, mm-hmm. So even if you think Darkseid looks a little rough here, again, Thanos looked drastically different. From the end of Avengers to what you saw in, uh, in Infinity War, or even I know people uh, make a fun of Thanos in that Infinity War trailer the first time. Right, exactly. Saying he looked like uh, what was it? Grimace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, when it comes to stuff like this, you either hit it really well or you don't. Um, and I, I kind of feel like Zach is either still touching this up, or if it's a finished product, this is not how our final Dark Side will look. Um, so I say that to say there's room for improvement. Um, sure. but if, if this is the final look, I, I don't mind. I don't, I don't think it's laughable, but no, not laughable, Tia. Um, <laughs> Tia, I will remind you. You went to go put this on. I'm sorry, you clicked it on, and I still had the same reaction that I had during DC Fandom. And when I just showed my mom this trailer the other day, the urge to like suppress my laughter. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, no, no. no. No, I mean, hold on, hold on, because I, I want to be fair here to you. I want to be fair here. Because um, when you say laughable, I just want to be clear on um, on what laughable it, it truly is when it comes to uh, characters' looks. And I'll definitely say that this is the most laughable I've ever seen, because it just truly showed that you didn't care. Uh, Must have. If you've ever seen this, that movie. was full laughable. Yeah, that was laughable. That was terrible. You ever CGI. see this? You ever see this trailer before, Tia? Oh, oh I didn't even see this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, what I want you to do on your own time, Tia, is when you get a chance, check out what a pop yeah. looks like in the comic, and then look at what they did here. That is laughable. Well, listen, the whole, like, pretty much, like, the past few years of the Fox X-Men whole thing was laughable. Like, I, this is not, like, my criticism ever of the Justice League or even that just scene of Dark Side never comes from a place of me just liking Marvel more because I can sit there and admit a thousand times over like literally i put captain marvel on a list of worse cgi because there's some terrible cgi in that movie so it's like or and there's some terrible cgi in black panther um so i can marvel marvel to be honest with you has a lot of cgi problems (laughs) yeah so it's like i can sit so i can sit there and admit that but you know I don't know. I don't know. You just you can play it. Like, listen, it, this movie isn't for someone like me. It's for you know people who were who have been waiting for this for years. So if this is how you like Dark Side to look, then you know more power to you, man. You actually like. I wish the Save Daredevil community had this power. <laughs> I wish they had the power that the release of Snyder Cut. Beef, I agree. 
but also this is this is Lexus. <laughs> this is like during the that the, the flashback and during right. the big war. That's when this is right, right. Um, but also, Tia, the the difference between uh, the fan base because Daredevil has a huge fan base. The only problem is um, a million people sending in videos won't change the fact that Kevin Feige is probably recasting these people. Well, and I'll also say this really quick. I'll say this really quick. I think that the reason why the Snyder Cut people, the reason why Warner Brothers, HBO, whatever, bent to the Snyder Cut people is, you know, DC had a history in the past couple years of having some real bad misses. They've had some hits, but they've had some real bad misses. Marvel in general doesn't fucking miss right so kevin feige is like i don't give a shit but warner brothers like man we really need something to like Mm -hmm. bring people in what's gonna bring people back in giving them what they want so i think it was a rare double miss if it's yeah yeah it it was possible it happened (laughs) (laughs) double miss you had not to meditate your movie you had to fantate your movie and there was maybe a, a like, and look, and when the critics hate your movie, but don't, but they like it more than the BBX movie prior to it. But it was just really weird. It was really bad. But then you had the fans that backed BBS wholeheartedly, hating this version of the movie because it was nothing like Zack Snyder's vision and all this extra shit. And then became you, you, you martyred Zack Snyder is what they did. Yes, that's 100% what they did. They were like, poor Zack Snyder. He can't finish what he wants. Oh, woe is him. And it's like, he's just sitting back there with his wife going, man, we getting some extra money. Oh, he got paid before. He's getting paid double now. Getting paid. Hey. But now I think I think he's working on this for free. But still, he's he's banking on when they sell this motherfucker too. Oh yeah. I mean, look, I I I was with you, Tia. I, me and you talked about it numerous times. The Snyder cult was was annoying as hell. Like so hey. annoying that I, there were nights where, like, if I had a genie, my three wishes would be that this never fucking saw the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> but once this trailer dropped, it's like. I am kind of now interested <laughs> in what he was trying to do. It it it, it captured me, and I, I told you this before, Tia. I'm a sucker for trailers. It's how uh fucking stupid ass Michael Bay got me into theaters for every one of those fucking Transformers movies. Um, <laughs> great trailers, um, and this trailer did it for me. I mean, it started. Me and Joel lost our mind. It started with yeah. Dark Side. I wasn't I expecting a trailer. Oh, oh. <laughs> like oh man, that was pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was. It let's, was. Let, let's finish this off. Go ahead. Sorry. Love this fucking song, by the way. I do too. <laughs> Look at that. We want, Wait, you want to pause it there real quick? I want to go back. Hold on. Because no one's really talking arch? about that. Yes. About the arch? Yes, uh, that yeah, arch yeah. right there. Um, That means Bruce did it. What did he do? Like, he legit, no. Legit, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, he did fuck up. But he legit built uh the Justice League. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, that's how the movie ends for him. No, 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 no. <laughs> this scene here is part of his nightmare. But it shows oh, yeah, yeah. that he united uh, the, the full seven. The Justice League. Right. Yeah. And this is this is the fallout of, of some of those actions that were made. Uh, but no, yeah, the movie's yeah. called Justice League. So, yeah, I assume he did it. Also, <laughs> I, 
here in this point of the movie. I agree with Joel. Like this song is great in general, but you have to think about right. The song is called Hallelujah, and yep. it's like you're finally getting the Snyder cult. Yep. Singing. And it's like, oh, hallelujah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. It's so fitting. You know, it's you're so watching on the nose. <laughs> they were probably singing along. I still <laughs> <laughs> that was probably what so many of them said when the HBO Praise announced. the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> but look, that's legit Aquaman's trident. I think that if you look back, you have Wonder Woman's shield somewhere there. It's the only thing I can notice. And of course, the arch that says Justice League. Right. But like, like uh, we're gonna go back to the nightmare scene. We didn't go back in the original cut, right? The nightmare scene, right? Yeah, it was. When, um, yeah, remember when the guy, the guy pulled up in the truck, and uh, Batman looked inside, and it was fake kryptonite, and then uh, the parademons came down. I was in the Justice movie. Oh shit! Yeah, no. Oh shoot! No, no, no! You're right. That was in BVS. <laughs> like, I don't think we had any other tonight. Such a fucking blur between those two. Movies. <laughs> short, a short amount of time. <laughs> was... Um, no, you're right. I apologize. There was no um, no nightmare scene in uh Justice League. You're right. Yeah. So this would be uh something else new and. All right, we can go no. on. I just want to stop there. See if we no, find this, anything else. We're never gonna get through this trailer. <laughs> this seems more like Joel. It's not a flashback. This is. Remember, it was rumored that this was supposed to end, with this actually be being the fallout, and Flash has to go back in time, and, yeah. and fix it for the second Justice League movie. Yes, sir. I do remember that. This well, here's the thing. Maybe. Well, you know what? Let's finish it before I get, I get into my crazy theories. <laughs> All right. Well, just remember it then. Remember All right. it. All right. Write down. It goes like this. The fourth, the fifth, the minor, fall, the major, fifth. Everyone, that is not Supergirl. Nope, that was the never. most annoying three months of my life. <laughs> Is he looking at Ron, That's Supergirl. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, it was the most annoyed I think I've ever been in life. It was like, it's not super. Why did that? How does that even make sense? Yeah, my thing was like, why? Why would it be Supergirl? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it's like, whatever. Like, could you picture like Batman's like, damn, Superman died. But luckily for us, this shit Like, what? Like, <laughs> We're just like, you guys shouldn't be the ones that come up with theories because you're stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Alright, here's T part of the whole thing. Yep, the only oh, reason why I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, you pull. Oh, okay. Love seeing uh, Vic and his team ball out. The, the black, black suit. suit. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, this flash scene. Yeah, he <laughs> ran out of his shoes. Yeah, that, I didn't I notice that the first time. I don't know why that's hilarious to me, but Barry running so fast that he burns out of his shoes is Pretty really cool. fucking dope. Pause this. Pause <laughs> this scene. Uh, pause the scene with uh, Lo- um, what's his name? Lois and Mike. Yeah, right there. You see it? Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's this this scene right here. Um, I don't know if you remember 
that that's uh this is the part where um yeah zach would had like the panels and he showed that it was actually instead of it actually being mock Kent, it was actually martian manhunter and then he turns back into uh, lewis oh uh, lennox i'm sorry yeah henry lennox yeah so this might be in the movie the way he had it so it might that actually might be martian manhunter in disguise <laughs> in this Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Crazy shit. Never thought we'd see the goddamn day, Joel. Never thought we'd see. The <laughs> it's a scary thought, but I, I hope they have. They keep that part in the movie because I, you know, that would definitely give. I, I'd give it an extra point for doing shit like that. Because like, I, I want to see him as a Martian Manhunter. <laughs> tell you this, I tell you this, it is right. If Zach doesn't have that scene in this movie, even though I think it was a BVS scene, uh, where Martian oh, Manhunter is talking to Martha uh, about Superman, uh, uh-huh. like the pending doom coming. If that oh, scene's yeah. not in this in this movie, I'll, I'll be highly upset. Yeah, I want to see more of him. Is that you're gonna need another Snyder cut? No, 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 no. No more <laughs> Snyder cuts. We're done. I am done. He <laughs> is right. done. I am done. No more. All right, oh, we play. Go ahead, we can play. All right. That's the suit and the trident, or Quindon. So I tried Look, to that's the scene. It waxes. See? I think that's the, remember that uh, the, you just saw a waxes uh, in front of the war. Like that's the far away shot from the beginning. You get what I'm saying? Oh wait, well, I, don't, I don't think we're at the same part. You're a little ahead of us. Yeah, you're ahead. That's definitely not where I'm at. Yeah, all right. where are you at? All right, so uh, Lois I, and Martha are hugging. Yes, that's uh, what we're. Did you press play? No, I did, but when you said that, we stopped, and it was at that scene. <laughs> oh, you stopped? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Christ. All right. All right, so let me hit play. I'm at Martha hugging Lois. She just opened the door. Hold on. I'm playing it now. So I stopped the attack. I've told the truth. Yeah, that was talking I about the Quindant in the suit. Right. That's where he probably gets it. So they didn't really show it last time. And and that's, that's it. Right here. That's it. Yeah. We'll go back. That's it. That's yeah, that's it. the scene. That's a faraway shot. Of the beginning. Which, by the you way, I, I'm going to say this. No one does scene, uh shots shots like this better than Zach. This crazy. That's a sick ass shot right there. It does look like a Zack Snyder <laughs> shot, though. Look where right? the sun's at. <laughs> look at it all the way in the back. <laughs> it's hiding. It's hiding behind that mountain over there. And Joel, that might not even be the sun. That might be a black. Yeah. There you go. That's an explosion. That was the after effect. Yeah, Zach's like, bitch, I don't put suns in my movie. We don't do shit in a day. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's always hiding. 
he's always hiding it. Um, now, right. Joel, this is the biggest uh, conversation me and you had is whether yes. that's the dark side. Right, I thought it was the side. Which it could be, but right. we saw a lot of people thinking it was dark side also. Yeah, I saw one person think it was dark side, but then we, there was a lot of debate afterwards. I thought um, this was Steppenwolf. No. Steppenwolf. no. <laughs> Not at and, all. Steppenwolf was that big monster that you saw earlier. No. Or did they show him yet? Oh, who's this in the hoodie then? So you think That's, this hoodie is dark side? I think it's the side, which is a, a minion of dark side. Oh. Like a, like a, his assistant. <laughs> now, Duan, did you see fucking Dan's hilarious ass tweet where it was like, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but make it a little <laughs> different so it doesn't look like we copied it. Like, <laughs> Side by side, like one of the dark Blackwater guys from Thanos' army in this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they do look alike. They do look alike. They look alike. Yeah, me, me and Dan are going to have to fight one day. About <laughs> his hate for these two movies. But uh, let's continue. <laughs> That's already changing the whole end of this movie. Yeah. See, that, that's that's uh, Steppenwolf. That's Steppenwolf for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I will say, <laughs> seeing this trailer, Joel, uh-huh. Zack Snyder almost to a T is adapting Justice League War. Uh, Justice League War? Yeah. Remember uh, the not year? exactly. I wouldn't say... Because the, Darkseid the... comes to Earth in that, that story. Right, uh, but I mean, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, for example, the opening of the Justice League that we saw in theaters, that was in mm-hmm. Justice League War. I can almost guarantee it's still in Zack Snyder's cut. Um, oh. Flash going to uh, to see Cyborg at the lab. That was in Justice League. Um in that too, right? <laughs> yes, he is, unfortunately. Another movie where it's like, no Martian Manhunter, but we'll throw in Shazam. Oh, <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back. That's cool. That's cool. Thousands of other super beings on the other planets he's destroyed, right? And we have to assume he's won. I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells. He's never fought us. Not us united. There's Juan just sweating bullets after after Bruce Wayne says that. <laughs> guys, you guys want to know fun fact? Mm. My luster for his um for his Batman has diminished drastically since that that the Batman trailer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not as obsessed. Because my my biggest issue was I never thought I would get another Batman as accurate as I thought his Batman was. Again, me and Joel always say we hate the age. But uh, for what they did, that was a great Batman. Great Bruce Wayne Batman. Um, I agree. I've always felt as though 
no one has been a great combination of both till Ben, right? Like some were a great Bruce Wayne, but not a great Batman or a great Batman, not a great Bruce Wayne. Um, Ben came along, nailed both. I was like, we will never see that again. And then in comes Robert Pattinson. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Am I going to fall in love with this Batman? I didn't know I had it in me. So uh, my luster for um, what Ben was is diminished a little bit. So I'm like, oh, yeah. we got to help. Look, look I, lo- I love Ben, you know, but I'm not going to lie. He didn't look like he was in tip-top shape for Justice League like he was in BBS. That's why I'm actually looking forward to seeing him in The Flash because he's, he's all thinned out. He's going to look good in that costume again. Oh, for sure. Unlike Justice, he didn't look great in Justice League, like physically. <laughs> well, he was going through a lot of shit. Like he you know, was, he life, was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, all the bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit in Hollywood, especially dealing with those assholes. Uh, yeah, yeah I get want, it. People don't want Ben Affleck to live even now. He's dating Ana de Armas, and people oh, are like, he's living the him. life, son. Right, right. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Sorry, Juan. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean that—that's a comeback that's that's unparalleled. I mean, you know, <laughs> we've never seen a comeback like that. Yeah. I even... yeah, are, we ta- are we talking about that? After like getting sober and dating Anna de Armas. Anna Armas, yeah. yeah. Go from Jennifer Garner to fucking Anna de Armas. No offense to Jennifer Garner, very pretty. No, none, pretty. none whatsoever. But I mean, come on. Oh, but goddamn. <laughs> I mean, the only the only other person that had that much of of, of a great comeback was, I mean. You go from Jennifer Aniston to Angelina Jolie, both in. The- oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, true. What did Brad Pitt can pull that shit off for sure? Yeah. But yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben Affleck, uh, <laughs> he pulled it off. I give him all. He, he was dating someone else before Anna too. Forgot who it was, but. So whatever he, he ended up with Anna. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna pull it back into the Justice League realm here. Um, even though I brought up the Anna Day Armour thing, <laughs> I will say that i do eat my words i never thought that this actually existed and yes joel and i point out all the time that technically the snyder cut doesn't fully exist because he still needs to complete it but this is a lot of scenes to string together for this trailer and make it look like legitimately a different movie like i I will say that i will say that and that is fucking crazy honestly um i will say that it is the way that the business works i'm sure Zack snyder isn't the only one i mean literally there was a superman movie that was going to start nick cage that never got off the ground yeah. um but uh but yeah this definitely from the trailer looks like a more concise uh movie it looks like everyone's happier in it, even though obviously they're fighting against like these brutish forces and they're going to be very serious. But you can tell, even from this trailer alone, that these actors really enjoyed working with uh, Zack Snyder as opposed to like the 1% effort they all gave while they were working with Josh Whedon. We now know why. Um, it's interesting seeing like the scenes with Iris. I completely forgot that we were even supposed to get a cinematic Iris. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They did cast someone for that. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think it looks good. I hope that the Snyder cut fans are happy. It's crazy that it's going to be four freaking hours, but 
That is crazy. That is very crazy. I will when I do check it out, I'm gonna have to do like the one hour per night thing. I can't do that. (laughs) Spread it out. I'll be here talking about. Has anybody else finished it yet? I binged it. I'm ready to review. That's if if they bring it all at once. You know, they could just say, "Hey, it's going weekly." (laughs) Well, I thought that Snyder said that it was going to be like one hour per night, so that doesn't necessarily listen. Listen, subscriptions. (laughs) The whole point of the subscriptions is to be different from television. Yeah, but they're gonna stretch that shit. They're going to stretch that shit out as much as humanly possible. See, the problem is superhero stuff like DC and Marvel don't work how normal shows work. No one ever, like, watches something and then it's like, I'm never going to go back to that. You are going to have a large percent of people, mainly the Snyder cult, that will watch this shit religiously. You'll you'll call yeah. someone and be like, "Yo, are you still watching that?" It's gonna break records when that shit it comes. It is. Out That's why I'm like, don't do it a week at a time. That's stupid. Just put it out all at once. And it's, you're gonna get your numbers. Trust me. It's gonna break the internet. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it's gonna be crazy. Like, oh, yeah. it is. Daredevil continuously for each season was was making huge numbers, and that shit dropped all at once. That wasn't a week to week thing. That's how you lose some people's interest. You, you tell them, oh, you got to wait a week and then a week. Because some people forget, oh, shit, Daredevil came out. That's right. Just drop it all at once. I hate that. Um, but ultimately, I'm now excited for this. Snyder Colt, uh, you did it. You, 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 you really did it. Uh, in the words of Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. And this movie, <laughs> this movie is real. It's happening. And mm-hmm. I've never been more excited for um, this movie. movie I've seen. Now. <laughs> yeah, movie I've seen. <laughs> um, <Different version. laughs> right, an alternate world version. This is another Earth. Right. The real, the real world. The real <laughs> what was supposed to happen. <laughs> right. Um. So, congrats. I am looking forward to this. I, I can't wait to see what his vision is. Um. Officially. And, so I, now that we can, if we can take it, it's like legit. <laughs> right, and I, I, I really do hope that fans. We'll, we'll understand that after this, this is it. This is the ride off into the sunset. This is not, all right, more to come. Like, no, Zach is done what Zach has done. This is it. Um, you say that. You say that, but I guarantee there will be people out there who will disagree with you. Well, Tia, look, I, I, I can't speak to those people. I don't have the energy. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. You people get stuff. Okay, <laughs> you do. Um, but all right. Um, Joel, do you want to do the two video game ones really quick? Because Will's going to pop on to help us end the night on the Batman. Sure. What, what do you want me to do? No, no, no. You don't have to do anything. I just didn't know if you wanted to do those. Sure, we can do them real quick. All right, Tia, you can – hopefully you don't have the same take that Kelly scared us with. But <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you starting with? Uh... Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights? All right. Yeah, they start with Gotham Knights. Um, Gotham Knights. Uh, five minutes? It didn't even feel like five minutes. Oh. It was amazing, Joanne. That's why. No, it was. But, jeez. Sometimes when you watch something, time like just doesn't matter. Then you no, look at the time and you go, what the fuck? What? All right, go ahead. Go. All right, hold on. Here we go. 
In breaking news, we've received reports of an explosion somewhere north of the city. We're still waiting for the police to confirm if there are any victims. The story is evolving rapidly. Please bear with us. We are just really loud. Boom. There was smoke everywhere. Emergency services have confirmed that they've discovered a body buried in the wreckage. Still waiting for further details. The emergency vehicles are that a large portion of the building has actually collapsed. International news an explosion rocked Gotham City earlier today. You're now able to confirm that billionaire philanthropist Bruce Wayne is. If you're watching this, I'm dead. This is Code Black. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything it contained. We both know it won't take long for Gotham's criminals to realize that Batman is gone. And you can't count on the GCPD. They haven't trusted us since Jim died. Gotham will need its protectors more than ever. I'm leaving you the belt for the space of operations. Some of the technology is outdated, but it has the gear you need and all of my files. You've always had my back when I needed you. I know you'll keep Gotham safe. Good luck. And goodbye. Order the owls, baby. I feel it in no the air. Possible.
Live action coming, baby. Not a whisper word is said. Or if you try to cross them, then the town strikes you dead. That looked great. Um, I, I'm going to say this, Joel. This doesn't get talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the proper air uh, to – or the, the, the proper Robin that is the most Bruce-like is not Dick Grayson. Um, Dick Grayson, I think, is the heart of Bruce. Um, but the only person that could legit step in and be Bruce Wayne top to bottom, probably not fighting wise, but everything else is Tim Drake. Um, Tim a hundred percent is the reason why their tech and their suits look as dope as they do. Tim was brilliant. Some might argue, Joel, Tim was smarter than Bruce. Um, Bruce probably would never say that shit, (laughs) but Tim, uh, you can make an argument. Tim was smarter than Bruce. Um, and if anyone could could nab that detective side out of all the Robins, I think it would have been Tim. Um, I think the business acumen Tim could have handled. Um, it's just the fighting. I think Nightwing was just the, the more skilled fighter because of his athleticism. Um, but I think the the most the, the Robin that I think could legit fill in for Bruce would be Tim Drake. Um, he just, he checks too many boxes that, that Bruce has, uh, that the other Robins I feel, uh, don't, um, would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Uh, I think Tim is the brains, um, of the Robins. Uh, so as you see here, he's, he relies on technology more than the others. It looks like too, uh, to get around and, and, and fight. Um, but yeah, Tim is smart. Tim in the comics, like figured out who Bruce was. Like that's how that's how he got to know that's how he became Robin, you know. <laughs> He's like this little this kid figured out who he was and started following him around. I was like, how did you figure figure all that out? You know, it's just it's just a kid. Um, and so and after and this is after you know Jason dies and then this kid comes up out of nowhere and like figures out his identity by himself. So I had to impress it impressed Bruce enough to train him himself. He saw something in him that he didn't see in a lot of people. And, uh, you know, and he, and he brought, like, it was different, like, with Damien. Damien kind of came in and took over Robin. He didn't give Robin to him. Damien just grabbed it. <laughs> uh, Tim, it was it was almost like a, he, I don't think Bruce wanted a Robin after Jason, but Tim took it, you know? Like, he, like, he earned it, unlike most of the others, you know? Right. Um, Dick graduated, and Jason basically was a replacement. And you know, it, it, Jason's everything that that could go wrong in that job lumped into one. <laughs> right, <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate gone wrong would have been yeah. Jason. But everything about Jason's story was the ultimate gone wrong. Um, yeah, he's always the fuck up, and more or less, you know. Right, um, but no, I, I'm glad we agree on that because I, a lot of people don't talk about that because a lot of people don't talk about Tim. But Tim, odd man out now these days. Exactly, but no one else fits Bruce. Uh, fits what it means to be like Bruce or Batman to me, in my opinion, than mm-hmm. than Tim. Only problem right. is 
we've never we've never really gradually seen Tim as an adult. Tim's usually been a kid or a teenager. Right. Uh, and that's usually where his stories always usually cap off. But I think mm-hmm. if you let him get older, like let's say if someone wanted to get wild, like let's say Matt Reeves was like, you know what? I want to be different. I want the first ever Robin to be Tim Drake, right? And he wants to go that wild. I would go, you legit are making a new Bruce Wayne for the future um, with a guy like Tim Drake because he's so much like Bruce. Um, and I'm not saying I want them to skip Dick. I'm just saying if he were to get adventurous with it, um, right. Tim would be perfect. He'd be freaking perfect. And Tim Drake does not have to be white. The only Robin I would feel comfortable with you changing his race would be Tim Drake. Um, because to me, it's not enough people that care about Tim Drake. I'm always okay with you changing characters, whether it's drastically or a little bit, that mm-hmm. 99% of the world either didn't know or could care less about. Tim Drake fits that 99% that people either don't know about or don't care about. And right. so it's like if you wanted to bring him in and he was Asian or, or, or whatever, um, to me, I'm like, that's perfect. Yes, perfect. Do it. Um, but Tim Drake is someone, and I want to, I want to thank you for that. Someone that you've hammered in my head so much now. I'm like, I kind of do want to see Tim Drake. <laughs> yeah, well, again, that was the Robin. I, I grew up with Tim Drake as my Robin. Like Jason was pretty much, he was dead <laughs> when I started reading comic books. So it was Tim and Tim was the Robin in the Batman animated series in the second incarnation, like after Dick became Nightwing, they skipped Jason more or less in that cartoon and it just went straight to Tim. Even though they kind of use Jason's background, but regardless, it was Tim Drake, <laughs> uh, and Tim was Robin forever until Damien showed up, and that's when Damien came in, shoot going him and like into like no man's land because you're like, what do I do with Tim now? You can't have two Robins, and that's kind of how it's been for years. Like he's Red Robin for a long time, now he's just going by Drake, and so it's like, <laughs> and it's just they got to figure out what they're gonna do with them like 100 uh, percent design wise and name wise, so you can have. Uh, his own following. I mean, he does have his own following, more or less, but a bigger following. Just like with Jason becoming Red Hood, and Red Hood is, it took it took a whole a whole other level with Red Hood. There's so many Red Hood fans nowadays; it's crazy. You need to do something like that for Tim. Yeah, I, I would say what ruined Tim, like you were just saying, what ruined Tim was Damien because you look yeah. at you look at Nightwing and you go, he's Nightwing, he's not a Robin. You look at Red, right. Hood, he's Red Hood, not a Robin. Right. When Damien came in, there is no older version of Damien where he becomes something else. He's always just Damien, a.k.a. the Robin. Um, so you look, at, you look at Tim Drake and you go, well, he became Red Robin. Red Robin's mm-hmm. not that cool. You don't look at Red Robin and go, wow, that's dope. Red Robin shit. had a terrible name. Yeah, <laughs> if he had I, agree. A, I agree. His costumes were fine. It's just his, his name was bad. Like, it was named after a restaurant. It was weird. Yeah, that, that was not a smart thing for them. Uh, I don't know who agreed on that, but they shouldn't have. Yeah. Well, it, it was taken from Kingdom Come because that was Dick's name in, in Kingdom Come. He becomes instead of Nightwing, or it goes from Nightwing to Red Robin because Bruce is still Batman at that time. Right. Um, so, yeah, it looks just like that. And he had that same costume, too. And so, really, Tim takes it after, I think, after the 52, the original 52, not the new 52. <laughs> uh, I think it's after that that he takes on that identity and becomes Red Robin. I will say it's going to be fun whenever this game comes out, me and you arguing over who's going to, who's going to play as Tim first. <laughs> right. <I'm Tim. laughs> 
Who's uh, Robin? Who's Batgirl? <laughs> right. This game looks amazing. Um, this it looks great. The story is great. I'm not just like the Avengers game that's coming out. I'm not stupid. Um, and for anyone listening, I've not played it. I've not. This is not uh, me breaking any news. It's just an assumption. Um, I don't believe Captain America's dead. Just like I don't believe Bruce here is dead. Um, sorry. You're not giving me an Avengers game finally, and you kill off one of the more prominent characters someone would want to play with. Um, you're not giving us a quarter of the owls, and when we finally get to fight them, there's no Bruce. I just find that very difficult to believe. Um, if it happens that way, I'll definitely be pissed, but I'll still enjoy the game for what it is. Um, but I just, I, I call bullshit here. <laughs> I, I really do. Bruce isn't dead. Cap isn't dead. We'll be able to play as both um, very much so in those games. But I love the look of this. I love how um, haunting the, the Court of the Owls look. Uh, yep. And it only furthers the hype of why Matt Reeves has to do Court of the Owls. It just needs to happen. <laughs> you know, like you can't you can't continue to hide it. And with how dark and, and brooding his world feels, Quarter of the Owls are perfect. Um, Will, you just joined in. We're talking about the Gotham Knights uh game trailer. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't tackle the Batman yet. We're gonna end on that. We're gonna end on the Batman. Um, but what how did you feel about the Gotham Knights uh game trailer? Uh it made me want to become a gamer. <laughs> I haven't played <laughs> it in a long time, but uh, yeah, that uh, that trailer, both that one and I know y'all probably talked about the Suicide Squad one earlier, but uh, both of them definitely made me uh, want to become a, a gamer again. I was joking on our show this week. Uh, we had some family in town, and and one of the uh, he had an old PS4. I was like. You want to know if, uh, if I wanted it? I was like, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would say definitely uh, grab it, play some of those Arkham games, those Batman Arkham games. Because um, yeah. I, I, what I told a lot of people that aren't like really Batman fans, so they're like, ah, I don't really know if I want to see Batman, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, play those games. Because it's like, I, I wasn't the biggest Spider-Man fan. Um, just from watching a cartoon, what really Blasphemy. got me, <laughs> what really got me uh, drawn into Spider-Man was when PlayStation dropped the um, the that game, uh, the first uh, the first Spider-Man game for the uh, the PlayStation, um, and just the the ability to swing through the city, um, and you know the somewhat freedom you got, uh, really kind of made me go. I'm curious about this character, and then. I remember right after that, Joel, the Neil Patrick Harris Spider-Man came out on MTV. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, I was just kind of like, I, I really like this character. Let me see what else they got. And then Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, that was good. But when you, when you play these games, that's what, that's what I always tell people. I'm not a gamer, right? But I've played every Arkham game. Um, I, but I'm not a gamer. So there's, there's levels to it. So, like, to play these games doesn't make you a gamer um, because I, I couldn't answer any questions about gaming. <laughs> I, I know the buttons. That's about it. Um, Joel's more, more versed in that than I am. Um, but there's just something freeing about being able to drive through Gotham in the Batmobile, <laughs> you know, um, that when you do it, you're kind of like, 
I love this. <laughs> um, so I always suggest that people play the Arkham series. Um, amazing games, great games. Uh, and if you're like a 5% Batman fan, it'll drive you up to, uh, to at least 96. Um, that's how great those games are. And, and they're very detective driven. Um, so it's not just, oh, I got to beat a whole bunch of people up. No, there'll be like six levels of the Riddler that will have you like, I'm going to break this, this system. I, I'm, I'm going to break <laughs> this. Um, <laughs> but I definitely suggest uh, getting into um, those Arkham series, uh, you know, for the, the release of this. Uh, Tia, we got to get you to use your systems for more than um, uh, – pretty much just uh you're Netflix. Yes. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I literally I think broke Juwan's spirit because I had a Xbox one and mm-hmm. it crashed about four or five months ago and I was like oh man now I have to find another way to watch my shows and shit on a different system and Juwan's like you're not more concerned about and I was like no I was just using it for that shit. <laughs> it's a coffee table now. Despicable, <laughs> Tia. Despicable. It's the only um, way to use an Xbox as a coffee table. Joel, I will legit cut you. I know where you live. Keep it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to jump into the Suicide Squad trailer game, um, and then we're going to end the night on the Batman. Um, let me pull this up. I always get nervous, like the people that, that run Google, like they, they're judging me every time I type in Suicide Squad, they're like, oh, what is he about to do? And it's like, oh, the game, the movie, okay, all right. I love that game. I'm like, yeah, don't assume, Google. Don't ever assume, man. You don't, like the roll- you don't want to do the roll call? Oh, you want to do the roll call? Yeah, we can do the roll call. That's up to you. No, I'm, I'm fine with it. I just want to get you guys out of here. So I don't want to do too many of these, but I'll do the roll call instead. <laughs> All right, I'm ready when you are. Hold on. I just saw. Wait, <laughs> I just felt really racist. I just saw a um <laughs> a clip of like these these black dudes uh, reviewing this roll call. And I definitely thought one of them was me. I was like, wait, is that our video? <laughs> wow. wow. How, how do you get racist against yourself? <laughs> I, I legit looked at it and I was like, wait a minute. We didn't do a video like that. That has to be a superpower. Uh, like that, that's, that's, that's not wrong. You'd be surprised with Juwan. <laughs> yeah, no, you would be surprised with me. But I definitely looked at that one guy and was like, is that me? No, that's not me. Okay. But all right, here we go. Here's the roll call. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. Welcome to Sports X. These are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. My man. <laughs> the worst wig ever. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I do too. <laughs> Javelin. Best suit out of everybody. Oh, she's oh, an yeah. amazing suit, man. That Arkham suit. Oh, I'm all about polka dot, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck expected polka dot, man? Rat Catcher 2. Too. Don't get it mixed up, Twisted, people. Twisted, yeah. Bloodsport. 
Originally King... Deadshot, but then Bloodshot. Nope, nobody was <laughs> calling that shit. King Shark. King Shark's everywhere. I love what you're doing so far. Thinker. This is this is my uh, most anticipated. The most. I think the thinker was one that, that just got me off way off guard. Yeah. Right. Blackguard. I can't wait for Pete Davidson, man. That suit looks dope. TDK. Can't wait to see him swing his arms at people. And I had forgotten Nathan Fillion was like, I think that was another one I completely was blind on. <laughs> I love Sean Gunn playing Weasel. <laughs> yeah. This is dope. This will forever be dope. The douchey Captain America, as yeah. they say. And by the uh, way, and this is no sh- uh, no shade to David Ayer, but that is how you do a Suicide Squad logo. Not, not for nothing, like, I, you know that I'm a fan of David Ayer's Suicide Squad, so I will not shade his Suicide Squad at all. But I'm like, it just feels like it's being brought this freaking time around. Like, it's so good looking. I love the whole, like, not ashamed to be comic book accurate. And that Harley Quinn outfit, like, breaking out the Arkham type of look here. I'm like, I'm sorry, David Ayer. I'm sorry, Kathy Ann, but this goes to Dave this goes to James Gunn. This goes to James Gunn. Like one hundred percent. Like that's how Harley should fucking look, you know? That looks fucking great. I just love the whole thing. It looks so good. I'm pumped. Yeah, me and Joel talked about it a lot. Um Harley's costume originally was never um what it's looked like in the past five years. Um, she was always fully clothed, and I thought those suits were were freaking dope. That's why I love this because I'm like, this feels mm. like the Harley that we were introduced to in Batman the Animated Series. Um, yeah. Look, it just it, it the look of it kind of makes you think back. Um, I don't need a modern day Harley Quinn look. I, I, I don't, and that's what it looks like. Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey were giving us. I think that they were trying too hard to break away from the older times. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Like, you don't need to do so, you don't need to try so hard. It's it's our first time getting Harley, like, 2016's version was our first time getting a live action Harley Quinn. For some of us, me especially, we've been waiting to see Harley Quinn introduced into the live action capacity. Give us a fucking regular Harley Quinn. Like, even Harley Quinn's look in Harley Quinn the animated series is closer related to authenticity than what we've seen in 2016's version and Birds of Prey. Right. Yeah, we, uh, my biggest issue with Birds of Prey, and I love that movie, was yeah. the costume design was iffy at best. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like Harley being, I think the whole thing was like, oh, she's chaotic, and so obviously her clothes are going to look, you know, like trash glam because Harley's trash glam, you know? I get it. It's just, yeah. you know. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just finding, like, the, re- the rationale behind it. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that again, DC. That's the rationale. Don't do that shit again. <laughs> okay, cute. Don't, don't get cute. <laughs> don't, don't. Please don't. 
Um, but no, uh, I, I enjoyed this. It's, it's really hard to say I enjoyed this roll call, but it was just really good to see who everyone was playing, um, see their costumes, see how – okay, this is a nitpick, but it will bother me that James Gunn couldn't just make um, – what's his name shirt? Just – Fully yellow, like what's with the bunny? What's with the bunny? Just make it all yellow, you know. Like it's yeah. not that hard. <laughs> I don't need anything to bring out the yellow and uh, all yellow. Uh, Rick Flag, Rick Flag, yellow with, Flag. with the rabbit. I didn't even notice the rabbit. <laughs> I just saw. Yeah, a, look at his face. Oh, yeah. See, I, I was just staring <laughs> at his beautiful face the whole time. Not just his face. I think <laughs> oh. I. <love> <laughs> I think I looked at his shirt on. I looked at his face. Um, but no, um, in the comics, here, he just has a plain yellow shirt on. Well, can I say one thing before you move on to the next person? I'm sorry, really quick. I think what I like about the roll call is kind of like the attitude of behind it. Like, yeah, we know we got a huge-ass cast here. We're fucking bringing it. Here's the roll call. Like, I don't know. There's something so cool about doing a roll call for this freaking film. Like, so I many just, people. <laughs> a roll call to me that's how i always envision suicide squad it is a roll call it's like all right who, who we got here man uh, up. And then you start naming them off because you kill off so many of them you yeah you you often should do a roll call like if he's he doesn't gonna agree, kill 80 percent of this guy this roster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no that's how the suicide squad is like James Gunn looks like he's digging deep into what the Suicide Squad truly is and every essence of it, and he's delivering the ultimate Suicide Squad movie. Um, and to me, you know, this this is freaking great, but I want to continue to highlight that Idris Elba a thousand percent was going to be uh, dead shot before Will Smith was ah, no, 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 I'll come back. I, I, I'll come back. Don't do that. Um, this is what John tells himself at night before he goes to bed. He watches the Batman trailer and then he goes, "You just saw what was supposed to be dead shot." I mean, <laughs> I mean, Joel agreed with me. It, it, dude, he, the reason why I say that to you is James Gunn's early draft for this script uh, had the story heavily about Deadshot, right? And then that's when we got the whole: Is Michael B. Jordan going to be casted as the replacement for for Will Smith's Deadshot? And then immediately it was like. Now nah, we're just not going to use Deadshot. That tells me his mindset was to use Deadshot, and when it seemed like Will was too busy to do it, he was hoping he could still use Deadshot. And then when the studio was like, no, nah, I don't want to let go of Will Smith, he was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just change the character then. Um, James Gunn's never going to convince me that he always wanted to use Bloodsport. Who the fuck is Bloodsport? Yeah, for real. No, for sure. <laughs> like, come on, come yeah. on. That's yeah, why it I was. That, yeah. It was a hundred percent. Who were most of those people? I never heard of polka dot. No, man. but the, the difference is the, the difference is um, the Suicide Squad. The whole point of the, the comic is that everyone's expendable, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that you're using characters that are so outrageously humorous, it lets us know, cool, they're here for the purpose of dying. Great. <laughs> Deadshot is is so crucial to the team. It's like you clearly wanted to do a movie surrounding Deadshot, um, but when you couldn't use him, you just went with a character that is legit, like the off-brand version of Deadshot. Yeah. And that's what he went with. So that's and why even if he wasn't, he wanted they, they made it that way. Like exactly. here, here's the thing: Deadshot has been in the most versions of the of the Suicide Squad in the comics. He's been in almost every incarnation of the Suicide Squad. Him, Captain Boomerang. 
for the most part. And then Braun Steiger was in a lot of them. But in the most recent times, it was uh, Harley Quinn has become a mainstay in, uh, since, like, the New 52. She's been, like, every incarnation since then. Right. Um, but And they've become, like, the main three. So it's been Captain Boomerang, Harley, and that they, they seem to be the only ones that seem to survive these trips. <laughs> like, uh, but even then, even there was a part in the comics where Deadshot would die and come back, and I forget how how they explained it. The Deadshot just wouldn't stay dead. Um, um, I forget how, but forget how, but yeah. If if you follow James Gunn's uh, journey making this movie, Tia, um, um, you can deduce that he wanted Deadshot and he couldn't have him. It was like it was like we're gonna freak this freak this into Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah. Uh, and then that's where blood. Oh wait, sorry, Tia. I think I muted you by accident. Unmute yourself, Tia. <laughs> sorry. How, How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> no, but I, I got you. But yeah, no, that's the only reason why I said that. I, I wasn't that blown away by by Will Smith. That's why I wasn't like Michael B. Jordan replacing him. I don't mind. Um, but yeah. I, I will say this: I, I truly enjoy uh, the idea of Bloodsport, only because maybe now it's a character that gets used more. Um, you know, this is the start of whoever created him getting more recognition for the character. Um, Idris Elba is going to make this character cool no matter what. So, yeah. you know. nah, and it's, it's like a blank slate. It's not a very popular character, so he can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> yeah, it's a blank slate. Uh, but yeah. well, any, any last uh, comments before we end the night on the Batman? Oh yes. Uh, did you want to talk about the the the, the, the villain? Oh yes, I, I'll let you. I'll let you intro it, Joel. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. Who, I don't know if you guys know who this character is, but apparently the main villain in this movie is Starro. <laughs> and Starro, uh, if you know, is uh, the first villain of the Justice League. Oh, so yes. apparently he's going to be in this movie. Apparently, and I wasn't sure because I heard that rumor a couple of days ago, and I obviously you, you don't know if that, that's true. Uh, there was no um, confirmations, especially at the panels or anything. <clears throat> but then we saw pictures, like there's some still pictures, like it did, during that uh, featurette, where you can pr- you can basically see little starfish on people's faces, and I'm like, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. I think Star is in this movie. Now, who will he be voiced by? We don't know. Um, it's possible it could be Taika, but you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Taika is voicing King Shark. So and we know Taika Waititi's in this movie. We just don't know who he's voicing. Right. So, yeah, Star looks like he's the villain in this movie too. Can you guys see my screen? I'm trying yeah. to share it. so anyone that didn't know what Star Starro looked like. Um Starro also, uh, for anyone listening, um, if you're like, who the hell are you guys talking about? Uh the best thing we can tell you is if you watch Justice League the animated series, it was the birthday gift that Superman got. Um that was being passed between him and Batman. Um that was like stuck to their face. Um that that's who Starro is. Um, for anyone listening, that's like, who the hell are they talking about? I think it's a good sign out. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I think that was Starro. Wow, he looks terrifying in this photo right here. Oh my god, I'm gonna have nightmares. Close this. Close this shit out. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, close that. I don't want any more of that. Um, what were you looking up, Joel? I don't think, um, I think what you're thinking, I think you're thinking of something else. No, that was yesterday. 
where they where that thing was stuck in their face and they they're like in a, in a dream world. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's uh, that's, yeah, that's not Starro. That's not Starro. No. Really? No. No, no that was the uh, black. Um, the it, black it, something. Yeah. Yeah. Even I okay. can't remember it. Yeah, yeah it's, Krypton season two, but had a, yes, yes, they did. Is where? Uh, oh gosh, let me. Damn it! They do. I just saw it recently in something. I don't remember where it was. Yeah, it was in Krypton season two. I think Supergirl also. Yeah, uh, Supergirl had it. Had it. Dang! I can't remember the name of the damn thing. Uh, the not Blood Moon. It's um. Oh, it's in a comic book. They just oh, I have it. <laughs> Wow. I'll look it up there. Because I'm, I'm no. looking right at it. I yeah, think. because um, Light of Zod was like infected by it. and Krypton was good. God damn it. That was a great series. I'm still pissed yeah, off. I'm, I'm still upset. <laughs> I love how, I love how HBO, HBO Max comes out and they're like, hey, we're here for the people. And it's like, hey, can we have Krypton back? No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, it's called the Black Mercy. That's Black Mercy, yeah, that's it. Yep. Black Mercy. Damn. It's yep. like a flower. I don't like the way they said that, Black Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was something. It was definitely something in Krypton, and it was uh, in the Superman comics as well. Yep. Was, yeah. Yep. Supergirl had it. Yep. Oh, sorry. I guess I should catch up on Supergirl. <laughs> Not likely to happen. Uh, don't waste your time with season five. Season four is the best one. I think it, I think you're right. Season four was the best one. It's okay, Will. I, I I viewed season one as wasting my time, so I stopped there. Nah, just, just, <laughs> just watch season four. Just watch season four. And I guess the back half of the 5B with uh, okay. Cryer's like split. <laughs> like yeah. Anytime Cryer's on screen. Yeah. Will, Will's like, you know, you, you should probably watch uh, season two as well. Maybe season three. And and season one. You know, just... No, just, no, no, no. no. no season, <laughs> season four, death, all of season four, 5B with with John Cryer from Crisis Forward. That's all you need to watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I will, agree with I will that. say this. I've been using the excuse of them not making uh, Martian Manhunter, Martian Manhunter more often as my excuse for not watching that show. I will <laughs> not watch it till he is Martian Manhunter for a full show. And it's like, that'll never happen. Well, then I'll never watch the show. There we go. Happy conversation. They can't afford it. <laughs> well, Cara doesn't have to fly every goddamn episode, okay? <laughs> Take that away, and then maybe you could put some money. Uh, see, don't, don't, use, don't use Dreamer for you know for that. Yeah, now, so. yeah, yeah. Take it around. Like, God damn, I hate that. I'm like, Car does not have to fly every episode. Like, come on, that's ridiculous. She wasn't even in every episode this season, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, learn something new every day. All and right. Uh, she might not be in all of next season because she's pregnant. Yeah. Oh. Candy. That's weird though, Supergirl, but she's not really here. Yeah, like, Supergirl's friends. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Flash, but the Flash is not yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Flash and friends. Just, let, just friends never, let there never be any more episodes where the Flash is not there. God, last time <laughs> that shit happened, Iris got speed. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus, Barry. We always need you. You cannot. You cannot leave. Um, we I, are Flash. They call her <laughs> identity, yo. It was like, wait a minute, hold on. Barry can have something on his own. Um, that's like Barry walking up to Terry job. We are a reporter. It's like, no, yeah. not a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. You don't go to yeah. school. 
go and go, I am a dentist. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> it's like, wait, is, is, is she licensed? Is she put something in my mouth? Um, but all right, let's end this night on the Batman. Uh, by the way, if, if no one else did, me and Joel definitely uh, deciphered this code in this trailer. Um, no, I, I tell people that I did. Shut up, Joel. You don't always have to call me out. God damn. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Ending the night on the greatest trailer since the first Iron Man trailer. And here we go. All right, now I want to point this out, Joel. Do you know why? And I've seen this enough times for it to stick out to me. Do you know why I love this scene right here? Because of music? No. no. <laughs> you pointed it out to me how everyone was looking at Batman, right? Like, they were yeah. looking at Asgore yeah. looking at Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why I love this scene is, if you remember, I think it was the second Planet of the Apes, as yep. Caesar was walking through, everyone's eyes were on Caesar. Nowhere mm-hmm. else. On Caesar only. Because why? That's the man. That's where your eyes go when he walks in a room. So just seeing them look at Batman like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, why is he here? Um, but it just it lets, you know, it lets you know how er- like how early it is that they're looking at him still in awe. Like, what, the, what, what is this? Yeah. Um, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if it's awe or fear. Yeah, exactly, a little both, maybe. The biggest difference is, you guys remember in The Dark Knight when Batman appeared in the, in the bank and Gordon told mm-hmm. everyone to walk out? No one, no one was looking at Batman like, oh, my God, that's Batman. It was like, fuck it, all right. This is like the third time this has happened this week. Like, why can't we get, <laughs> we get the process? Right. It was like, <laughs> we get it. But this is so early on. It's like, this is the fucking guy that, you know, we've heard so much stories about. So um, that's why I wanted to stop it there and, and, and point that out. Because you pointed it out, Joel. And I was like, oh, shit, they are looking at Batman. Yeah, because yeah, uh, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, what are they, why are they looking not at the guy walking past them <laughs> right. or each other? What are they staring at? Why are they looking at me? I'm watching you. Oh, they're right. Batman. It has to be Batman. That makes sense. All right. Right, because Gordon's still a lieutenant, so it's like, oh, fuck that guy. We don't care about him. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it transitions to the next scene where he walks into the crime scene. Like, oh, shit. Exactly. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, Batman just gets invited to crime scenes in year two? Yeah, really, right. <laughs> you usually had to sneak in there, but okay. Yeah. Um, but all right, here we go. I'm your secret friend. All right, now. I read over all of these, Joel. The only one of these newspaper clippings that stands out to me is, I don't know if you guys can see my mouse here. There's one here on the bottom where it, uh, it's the, um, the mayor with his hand up in the air. Underneath yeah. it, it's, it's saying how there's been construction in the sewers of Gotham. How it, it, it's halted, it's halted the construction because someone What's bought that? it out. Um, Hold on. Ugh. It says, see, see wall construction staffed. 
or right. stalled, I'm sorry. Right, exactly. And the reason why that stands out is if you pay close attention to when he rides his motorcycle into the Batcave, it mm-hmm. looks like it's one of those empty, um, uh, what do you, whatever you call it. Um, but it's like an old that, train station or whatever. Exactly. But it looks like the reason it halted is because Bruce bought it, is, is, is the point I was trying to make. Um, oh, okay. That he bought this out, and we're still early on. That maybe this cave isn't like the cave that we'll get used to. He's still early on on building it. Like this is still right. Um, yeah. So that's why I wanted to pause it here and bring that up because I think Bruce is the one that halted that. Um, right. He ultimately bought it, um, and no one thought that was weird. <laughs> no one's mm-hmm. like, Let me investigate that shit. Um, wall construction. Yeah. Right. It's like okay. Um, but that's what stood out, and also Joel pointed out to me here on this newspaper clipping. Uh, the female, um, the up-and-coming actress who got uh, casted for this movie, um, she ultimately loses to this mayor who ultimately seemingly dies. Um, but she lost yeah. out to him in a historic third term. That's like so goddamn unprecedented. Um, but he got a third term, and she's who he beat out. Excuse me. Yeah. But all right, we can continue. Let's play a game. All right, right here. All right, what does a liar do when he is dead? Um, and the riddle there, exactly, he lies. Um, which is so great of a playoff, a play on words. Yeah. Um, because it's ultimately telling you you can still lie, you know, in a casket. The lies can still continue. It doesn't just Mm -hmm. stop because you're dead. Um. So it's not as simple as, oh, no, he just lies still. Like, no, he's still lying. Like, the whole uh, – I think what the Riddler's trying to draw up from this is his whole legacy is a lie. Everything about him is a lie. It's corrupt. You know, he got it the dirty way. Um, so I love that. But I love this because it reminds me of Telltale. 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 You got to change that goddamn name. I hate them. They um, did. They, they went bankrupt. Oh, good. Well, good. Um, But no, Um, their riddles were like so hard to decipher. And it's like, this is like what whoever solved this to to ultimately for us to know what the hell it was, uh, went through like all kinds of Batman algorithms to figure that shit out. Um, So this riddle was not easy. And uh, I did not know what a liar does when he is dead. So thank you, Joel. I did not have that information, but um, all right. Having a clue, let's play a game, just me and you. All right. Any of this mean anything? Well, I don't need drugs, but... Oh, so beautiful. That's a beautiful First thought. of all, the shot of him isn't even what's blowing me away. The sound of the picture snapping and then, and then capitalizing and then expanding that sound as he walks closer is dope Mm -hmm. and i truly do believe me and joel have been praying for this i truly do believe when he walks in there he goes in full detective mode and those eyes go white um (laughs) and that's him using his tech to kind of scan the room or or whatever i don't know how tech savvy this this bruce wayne is but i'm assuming it probably wouldn't make all that much sense to be around that many people and show your eyes um (laughs) so i'm like I believe his eyes went white. Like the, he had the white come down over, over his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this suit looks great. Uh, Will, I want to start with you. I want to ask you, do you still believe in that rumor 
that this um, detachable uh, bat symbol is the is the uh, the gun that Joe kill Joe Chill used to kill uh, Bruce's parents? Looking at it, I think there's still some there's still some credibility to that rumor, and, and it makes sense, especially given that this is still is year two of of his journey. So, uh, so I think it's still pretty raw in in his and in, in his growth as as Batman, and he's and so it makes sense to me that this iteration of the suits has the gun used to kill, the pieces of the gun to kill his parents. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. A Batman that would punch someone as viciously as he did that guy. It's like, yeah, I, I can see him holding a grudge. Um, <laughs> Tia, do you, do you yeah. think it's, 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 uh, it's, it's Joe Chill's gun? I mean, it would be pretty cool. So I don't know if I have any necessarily an opinion on it. Um, I'm going to wait till the actual movie comes out to see if it is even proven, if that's something they even bother touching upon. Um, but it certainly looks like when you look at it, because if you look at the suit, right, like everything else is smooth. That symbol clearly looks like it's placed in a cutout and it's that itself is not smooth there's bumps and everything so it could lead you to believe that this at some point was a piece of metal or steel or something so it's perfectly plausible joel i ask you what is more likely that that chess piece comes out and is like a, a throwable battering or it comes out in two separate pieces that he uses as uh like some kind of knife weapon yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think he used it like a hand-to-hand weapon, whatever the fuck it ends up being. It looks like two little blades that you can use in a fight, uh, right. close range. Uh, I don't know if it's a battering. That thing looks too big, <laughs> at least together. Is <laughs> your battering that goddamn big? <laughs> a little too long. <laughs> yeah, that battering but, would be sharp enough to cut heads off. I mean, I would love, I would love to see it in action. Uh, I do think it, it's possible that that, that is the same gun. That Joe Chill used to kill his parents. That I would love, it would be it would be very symbolic. It'd be really cool. Um, yeah. but we'll see. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I think I think yeah, you know, because again, this is not an origin story, but it, but having it be the the gun gun does you know does tie back to the origin one that we all know has been redone so many times. But you yep. can have it there visually as a reminder of why he is the the Batman without having to rehash that story once again. Yeah, and I know, we we saw in the Flashpoint comic um that when his dad was was Batman that he kept the gun in a um in a case, you know, mm-hmm. as a constant mm-hmm. reminder of how he lost his son. So I mean, it, it would be playing along those lines of just having something that constantly reminds you why you're doing what you're doing. Um so, I mean, I was never against the rumor. It was just one of those things of, like, it didn't really look like it was a gun is what threw me off. Because I'm like, I, I didn't know you could make that from a gun. But then again, I'm not around guns, so who knows. Um, but all right. I'm not a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a blacksmith. <laughs> You're becoming quite a celebrity. 
Now this is. Well, I saw you like ready to pause that. You're like, your thing was uh, hovering over that little symbol there. A hundred percent. Because this is exactly what me and Joel were just saying. Um, they they halted um, construction on this. No. This looks like what he's using um, as of now as his base of operations. Um, but it looks far from being what will be the finished bat, uh, bat cave, um, whether it's in this movie or the second movie. But uh, yeah. you got too much money for your bat cave to look that poor. You, you got to look here. It looks abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, you got to do better, though, Bruce. You, you definitely got to do better. Um, but this funeral scene right here stood out to me purely because that, to me, screams who Bruce Wayne is. Somebody that could be amongst the people, but still not, uh, not with the people. Like he very well could have put on a suit and tie and been standing up there with the, uh, with the cops. Um, but he'd rather see the corruption from afar, um, you know, than, than be that close to it. So, and I will forever love the shadow still being on, um, from wearing the, uh, the, the suit mask. Um, so I don't know how soon this is after he took off the suit or he put it on just to kind of, you know, be in, um, be in the shadows. But right. I love that right there. Um, and I love Alfred just saying here, you know, you're kind of famous, man. Like, what, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, I, I kind of love that. You're becoming quite a celebrity. Why is he to you? That I wanted to, to highlight right there. Really quick, before you go, because I have a feeling what you're going to say. Do you think that's Peter Sarsgaard? No. I, I would no? have to say no, I do not think that's him. Um, I do not think that's him whatsoever. Um, but this scene, to me, is seemingly important to the story, because all around this car are um, the clues um, for, for another riddle. So there, I believe, the Riddler... You remember it later on in the trailer where it sounds like the Riddler is talking to the Batman? Mm -hmm. I believe it's this scene here. I believe the Riddler's on that phone. Um, and, you know, the guy's saying, Batman, if you can, you know, if you can hear me, he's playing it in this funeral. Bruce hears it, because remember, a few shots later, Batman is in this same... Uh, the same place. So Bruce just dips off somewhere and changes into costume and comes back here um, to further investigate. But uh, everything about this, with the Riddler not allowing him to die in peace, um, is just it's 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 really gripping because it, it's the Riddler kind of letting you know he refuses to let you lie about this man even in death. Like he's not a hero. He does not want that to ever be the story that he died a hero, he was a hero, he was a good man. He was corrupt. He was part of Gotham's elite uh, that didn't deserve the power that he had. And this is Riddler's way of continuously reminding them. Um, and you know, it's always good to see Bruce save a kid. Well, I'm going to say really quick, the only reason why I would think that that's Peter Sarsgaard is two reasons. One, Peter Sarsgaard just shaves his head directly before filming the Batman 
And in a previous interview um, recently, sorry, uh, Peter had said that he was pretty much mostly done shooting his scenes for the Batman, but yet this trailer only comes from 25% of the actual film, meaning Peter Sarsgaard really doesn't have a huge, huge role in this actual movie. No, it's 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 likely. Um, my no wasn't uh wasn't because it didn't make sense. My no was because it didn't look like him. Um, and and albeit we've seen in this trailer, you could be somebody and not look like who we know them to be. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. But I just I didn't get the feel of, of of him. And there's no reason to heavily make up his character if he's about to just be blowing up right here. Well, um, see, like like from the nose up though. <laughs> No, 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 no. You know how people um, snap photos of, like, stills? Yeah. People got the, the still of that, and it just, to me, it just didn't look like them. I'm not going off of right right here, like, watching it. I just saw someone had a still of it. It just didn't look like them. Um, but I, I'm saying that knowing full well I could be 100% wrong. So let me just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, let's continue. Why is he writing to you? Someone had an interesting theory that Catwoman is tied into the corruption of Gotham. Now, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember what comic it was, but there was a comic series where Catwoman's father died. And then it came out that her father was this huge uh, mob boss. Um, yeah. and she seemingly, was, cool. Right. She seemingly was supposed to take over, um, the, take over the family. And it was like a struggle between her trying to be a female head of the family, um, you know, and everything. So someone had had mentioned, like, what if Catwoman isn't stealing, like, jewels or anything? She's stealing information that could out her as being part of this corruption that's happening here. Um, And I thought that was really interesting, because I'm like, man, can you picture if they go the route of Catwoman's dad and, like, a prominent player in Gotham right now, and he dies, and it's like, is she going to try to take over to be the head of the family? Is that where the fighting between her and Bruce comes from? Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I, 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 I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's a far shot, but it has happened in the comics before. And this is a story that kind of fits that a little bit. So, But I wouldn't hold my breath, but I thought I'd just mention that. Justice. Now, someone said it's possible that this was part of the screen test. This shot here. Okay. Remember mm-hmm. the screen test that was in, in, in all red? Yeah. That maybe this uh-huh. isn't actually part of the movie. This was just part of the full screen test. Um, okay. They just threw it in there. Um, so that shot, and then us seeing Colin Farrell as uh, Oz, not the penguin. He is Oz. He does not like to be called the Penguin. Um, mm-hmm. He has not embraced that yet. Uh, so he's still early on. So that means we probably shouldn't expect the full-on uh, umbrella look with the top hat. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't only breath on the top hat, but never know. <laughs> yeah, I, I could totally see Colin Farrell like, um, you want me to do what? No, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> I'm not putting that on. Um... There was a shot of these these uh, goons here that I told Joel my theory of. If you are just... 
right here. All right. Now, I'm completely wrong here, but Joel, do you remember my theory on who these guys are? No, I forgot. All right, my theory on who these guys are is we know that uh, the rumor was the Joker uh, would be um, in the second movie. Now, what his role is, still being speculated. Um, but my theory was the Joker exists in this movie, right? But yeah. he's still so early on. These are some of his early followers. Um, and, you know, I, I think you might, get, might even get a name drop of the Joker. Obviously, he's not in this movie. That's not what I'm getting at. But I think mm -hmm. these could be some of his first loyal followers uh, of the rise of Joker, because he's excuse me, still so early on. Um, I mean, it's possible, but, you know, they're wearing white and black. One guy's half a face paint. One guy has a cross on his forehead. Maybe they're zombies. Like, like there's a, very well, there's like very a game. Well. You know, yeah, you know no, what I mean? Well be. Yeah. I mean, do you remember from the... um? What was the Batman and Robin movie? Uh, shit, where they were fighting the people that were glowing up. Glowing oh, yeah. up. Yeah, they were like fighting them in like this this like nightclub or whatever, and they were like uh, glowing. It was so fucking weird, but they kind of looked exactly like these guys. Um, but yeah, that was just my early on theory. I mean, they look, you know, the whole face paint and everything. It's yeah, like, I mean, every theory I've seen has been like, oh, it's Joker, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Sarah. Whenever we discussed it on our show, Sarah had a theory might be the Court of Owls, but as a gang, no, Court of Owls are more suit and tie. I, I, yeah, I yeah, find yeah. it hard to believe that it wouldn't be a street gang. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. They're the elite, and you got to remember they don't want to be seen. That's the whole point of the Court of the Owls. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But I, I'm tired, so maybe I'm, I'm misremembering how she said with the <laughs> thing in there. Poor Sarah, she's sitting somewhere like, I did not say that shit. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. What do you guys think this scene is about? The fighting in the uh, in the lockup. I don't know. Um, so many theories. One person was like, it looks like he's handcuffed. Um, but like, he's I saw that, but I don't I couldn't I see it either, know. Joel. It, the, mm. the fluidity of how he moved didn't look like he was, you know, trying to maneuver without the the, the movability of his arms. They, they were definitely trying to restrain him. Right. He's going after someone, and then it looks like Gordon, like, pushes him back and tries to hold him back. Right. Um, a lot of people were kind of speculating this is probably a scene where he's accusing someone of being part, uh, of, being part of the corruption. And the I think that's it. And he, you know, because he's still so early on, the cops are like, who the hell are you to, to try to call us out? Like, yeah. I mean, that's just a weird scene to see him surrounded by so many cops. Right. Twice now in this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Will, Tia, did you guys have any theories? Or are you along the lines of me and Joel? I think we're just along, the, I'm personally along the lines of uh, you and Joel here. Yeah. Same? Yep. All right. Next scene. So right there, we see Batman back at the scene of the crime from the funeral. We even see the little bomb robot right there to try to deactivate the bomb. Clearly didn't work. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Batman right there being blown up. That did not work uh, too well for him. 
Um, I, I also like this shot before Catwoman not getting a fucking hit on Batman. Uh, <laughs> so she's still clearly uh, early on in, in, in her training. But the thing, the most, the biggest thing I wanted to, to point out was someone had said Paul Dino has the best opportunity. Dino, I'm sorry, has the best opportunity to uh, become the best Batman villain since uh, um, Joker. Yeah, Joker. He's <laughs> Ledger's Joker, or yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because I'm like. He's giving me the whole vibe. Like, he looks really good. Um, he seems scary enough. And if you guys saw Prisoners, uh, the guy can definitely act his ass off. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. That's a great movie. I still don't understand how Hugh Jackman didn't get nominated. Anyway, um, so I just wanted to point out, a lot of people are saying early on, Riddler's going to steal the show, possibly be um, best villain since Heath Ledger's Joker. So I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Right there. Right there. First of all, that Batmobile. God, Joel, that that shit grew on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this clearly is Batman trying to uh, escape from, I, I assume, after the events of the cops holding him back. Um, yeah. So I'm curious how that escalated that quickly. <laughs> um, and please, the main reason why I, I pause this, guys on Twitter, you guys got to stop. The guy running on the <laughs> stairs right here is not a quarter of the owl, he's not wearing the mask. Come on, guys. You got to do better than that. Come on. Come on. Please do better than that. Um, but, yeah, uh, the sound of him breaking that guy's jaw eight times was pretty intense. Pretty intense. But, all right, let's finish this off. Now, I heard a lot of stupid people saying that sounds like that future Bruce talking to the uh, uh, present-day Bruce. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. Um, my theory yeah. of who that person is, is um, I think that's a voice distortion. Um, I think it's meant to throw us off. I don't know if that was just purely for the point of the trailer or if that's really what that person sounds like in the movie. Um but I really think that's a swear. I mean, the most obvious assumption would be, um, you know, it was a video he's watching that his dad left for him. And they just kind of spliced it so it sounds like he's talking to someone. But it's really the video playing. And when his father says, you're a part of this, you'll see. Um, they kind of just spliced it up. So in, in the in middle of that, he goes, how am I part of this? Um, that's just the most logical you know, deduction of, of what that is, but um, great freaking trailer. Batmobile looks freaking epic. Like maybe the best one we've we've had to date. 
um, which is difficult because that Ben one was pff, fucking epic. Um, but um, all in all, great trailer. I, I truly do believe the Riddler is not the final villain of this movie. I do believe this movie is trying to do what Gotham should have done better, which is properly integrate the villains of Gotham while establishing the, the myth of Batman. Um, but ultimately, the true villains, the people behind this, uh, the end credit scene, uh, you know, if you don't mind me saying, will, will be the Court of the Owls. Um, and that will lead us into our second movie, which hopefully is the goddamn Court of the Owls. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm going with this. Uh, anybody go ahead and shout out your thoughts so we can, uh, we can get out of here. Um, first of all, I freaking love that scene where Batman just like beats the ever loving hell out of that guy. Like it's scary that that's Robert Pattinson because I'm not taking anything away from the guy i'm just saying that i know he's done a lot of shit the last 10 years and i'm not holding him to his twilight days but i know there's a lot of people out there who are and it's like if you look at that compared to this it's like oh fuck that's that's a batman there that's a batman it's it's gritty it's grungy uh, Joelle and I usually are pick out the music when we look at trailers, and the music is fucking awesome in this. Yeah. Um, just the way it's set up perfectly. It's just when this came out during DC Fandom, I was like as excited as I was for so many other projects at DC Fandom. I was like, throw the entire thing away. None of those <laughs> even matter because this is that freaking good. It was just beautiful, like, the setup, the crime, the grittiness, but I don't know. There's just something about it. It's so good. And you know what's funny is that it's cool that this movie is going to be touching upon, you know, Batman's detective skills, because I was talking to my parents the other night, and I was explaining this movie to them, and they were like, we didn't know Batman was a detective, because, you know, they're just, they just go based on what they saw in the movies, and it's like, that is going to introduce this concept that comic book fans are so well informed about but the average moviegoer isn't so that i just love it um there was one last thing i was going to say i think definitely paul dano is going to knock it out of the park like anyone who doubted his casting when they brought him in are just they're going to be sorry they're going to be sorry as hell and it's like if this is how um matt reeves approaches these villains i gotta say i'm really interested in seeing how he would approach a joker yeah 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 i mean it it, 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 it's upward (laughs) you would go it it, kind of trends upward um but i i would definitely say to piggyback off of you tia um what shocked me the most of robert pattinson me and joel didn't really get uh time to really talk about it but it was his voice yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever heard Robert Pattinson talk. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have assumed his voice can get that. Um, I'm trying to think of that. <laughs> yes, there you go. Yes, because he sounds so soft spoken. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like you would think if he had to go graspy like that, like it'd be forced. It would sound un unoriginal, unauthentic. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds when he said, "I'm vengeance." 
it's like, oh my God, that's where I'm Yes, you are. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what the thing is? Like it's like you're Robert Pattinson though. Like can you can you be vengeance? And it's like I can't. Uh, Robert Pattinson reminds me a little of Joaquin Phoenix, right? Completely becoming the character and whom they're acting as, right? Like it just really seems like Robert Pattinson is fully like in this bruce wayne in this batman yeah i tell you what if you're paparazzi it's probably best you stay away from robert pattinson for a while <laughs> i hope they stay away from him because i'm pretty sure that's why he hasn't wanted to do mainstream shit in so long because of how much they were up his ass during the twilight sagas oh yeah, yeah but it, 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 this is different um twilight robert pattinson couldn't beat the shit out of you batman robert pattinson was <laughs> on somebody's ass I think the only Batman who's yelling at paparazzi is Christian Bale. <laughs> That's true. Um, but Will, what, what were your thoughts, man? Uh, so, I, I think I know a lot of folks gave Matt Reeves a lot of shit for like the big build-up leading to the trailer. I mean, with the during DC fandom, but for me, I think it was it was beautifully set up to really convey that this is this is this is not the same kind of Batman film that we've gotten used to seeing and really really does differentiate his vision versus say Christopher Nolan's vision of Batman and and, and etc so so you know so, so gut reaction that evening when I first saw it didn't get thankfully did not see the leak trailer before um I saw it on fandom. I, I I just I was just like wow. I mean everybody I, was multiple times. I just said it three or four times. Wow, wow, because it really. It, I think to Tia's point about uh, Batman being the world's greatest detective. I mean, comic book fans know that, and I really am happy to see. We you know we saw a little in Batman Begins. We saw a little bit of that whenever whenever. Bruce comes back to Gotham uh, when he was uh, um, trying to learn more about Falcone's unit. And I can't remember blanking on the alias that Bruce uses whenever he's in sleuth mode. But there, uh, but we, we saw oh, that. Uh, Pat, uh, Pat, no, it's not, that's Wolverine. Um, <laughs> God yeah. damn it. I'm blanking on it now, but you know, but we Is saw. Is it matches? Matches yeah. Malone. Matches right? Malone. Matches Malone. Matches Malone. Malone. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> we, we saw a little bit of that in, in Batman Begins, but you know I think we're going to get to see a lot more of that in this film, which I didn't even think about Matches Malone. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, as 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 we as we learn about that corruption in Gotham, I think we'll we'll get to see that those detective skills not only as as when he's in costume but when he you know but when he's also in this other character that he uses so i think so we have that and then of course the i'm vengeance i mean that that line is the way it was still it, it was just I, I was like holy fuck this is this is that this is this this if the for the ferocity of whenever he beat that goon down and and just how you know when you used to hear not batman but he said i'm vengeance i was like go ahead take my money i'm there uh so 
I, I, I'm really looking forward to to this uh, new iteration of the character. And um, yeah, this I don't, I, it's just going to be, a, it's, you know, with only 25%, you know, the, the, the 75 that's left, if it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping to make it out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, I tell you what, I tell you right now, New Brunswick's AMC theater is going to have a tough time stopping me from sitting there to watch that shit all over again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they have to fight me to get me I out. want a round two. I, I, I want, yeah. Sign me up for another one. Here, take my card. Go ahead. Yeah, just yeah. Pay for it. I'm going to yeah, wait in line right put, now. Yeah, it's like, just put, a, put it on my tab. But, like, whenever bars open up again, just, yeah, just keep my card. Just keep, my card. <laughs> keep my card. Put it on tab. Like, when I show up, I'm going to just say, you know why I'm here. Just charge me. You, you already know. Um, but to what you said about the I Am Vengeance, it, it's two things that will make uh, anyone that was born in the 80s and 90s just lose their mind. It's if we get the full I Am Vengeance, I Am Batman line from him, and if whenever Feige creates the X-Men, the theme song is the 90s X-Men theme song. If we get those two things in our lifetime, I think we'll all be like, there's nothing else that could top that feeling, you know? <laughs> Knowing that an X Men movie legit just started with the original, uh, the the theme from the the cartoon, and then knowing that we finally get in a Batman movie, um, him saying that full line, um, and I think this Batman, it, it's is prepared to do it. Um, I think this is the best Batman to do it. Um, but my biggest question mark is definitely more about his Bruce Wayne. Um, how how much of this movie is a Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, compared to being Batman. Because I told you, Joel, my favorite stories of Batman is when he's more interested in being Batman than being Bruce. Um, that's, that's what it seems like. <laughs> that's why I love uh, Beware the Batman. Um, Alfred was trying to tell him, you got to carve out time being Bruce. You can't just be Batman. Um, and Bruce was like, mm, I don't really agree with that. Um, so I'm curious. You can do both. <laughs> like, I can do both. Um, but I'm curious because this trailer was almost <laughs> 90% Batman, and it was like two, <laughs> like a little bit uh, of Bruce Wayne in there. Uh, the scene where uh, there's a few scenes, obviously, where it's just Bruce Wayne uh, without the suit. Um, so I'm curious, uh, what is Bruce Wayne is like? Does he own uh, Wayne Industries? Is is he going to to meetings and stuff like that? So yeah. I'm curious how much they dive into that. Yeah, actually, I'm glad that they actually did it that way to, to, to really hold. And part of it obviously is just, you know, only 25% has been filmed, but also it still keeps that air of mystery about, yeah. about this film. And, sure. and, and we're so focused on, on when he's in the bat suit, but, but, you know, one of the things I enjoyed about the Nolan series was the exploration of Bruce outside of the suit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, t- to me, it it always differs because you get the businessman, which was Nolan verse, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get the uh, the partier, which seemed like more of the other versions of of Bruce Wayne, where the, he was more going to social parties and stuff like that. We saw I, that Nolan too. He fucking bought the the, the restaurant. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. one time. that was yeah. more, <laughs> that was more so uh, just the Dark Knight. Uh, uh, than it was all three of the movies. Um, you kind of got more of the businessman Bruce w- was more of the tone um, of of the three 
of the arc more so than just him being uh, the party guy. But this Bruce Wayne does not seem like he's going to your party. This Bruce Wayne seems like he's like, I'm dead to you. Don't speak to me, okay? Um, so I'm interested to see more about that, Bruce Wayne. But also, I want to dig deeper into Selena Kyle. I want to know more about the Selena Kyle. Um, you know, um, so, I mean, there's a lot about this movie that just has so many question marks, but that's what Batman is. Give me question marks that have to be answered. Um, Joel, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Not really. Uh, I think we we discussed most of it. I, I just I want to see more. I just want to see much, much more. Um, and it might be a while now till we get anything more. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I love Batman, and I love so far what I've seen. Um, we've already seen two different vehicles: the Batmobile, the Batmotorcycle. Uh, yeah. We've seen his costume. We've seen Gordon. We've seen Penguin. We've seen a version of the Riddler <laughs> we've seen Catwoman more or less uh so I want to know I mean we haven't we still haven't seen like Falcone or Falcone whatever the fuck you want to call Falcone or Falcone right because the movie's called them fucking Falcone I believe right and then yeah. like the, the, the show called them Falcone so I was like I don't know which one I don't know which one to use I think they just um, in between both but I think this one's Falcone well, I can't wait to see. So they just call him the Roman. <laughs> I'll be fine with that too. Um, who else is in this movie? I just, I'm just excited to see who else surprises us because I know there's still surprises. Uh, they haven't told us everything yet. No, um, and we so, haven't seen Alfred. We only heard him. We right, we haven't even right. We haven't even seen Alfred yet. We only heard Alfred. Right. So yeah, I'm so I'm so psyched. I just I can't wait to see more. We'll be getting we'll be getting some news uh, soon, Joel. They're going back to filming soon, so yeah, we saw the cars. I would say it's safe to say we will get another trailer either the beginning of next year or before the end of uh, end of this year. Uh, as long as there's no hiccups, I think we'll get another one. Um, it's crazy to say because this shit was two minutes and forty. This movie seconds. this movie comes out next October, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a while until we win. Oh yeah, fair enough. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Um, but again, I want to thank Matt Reeves because you definitely could have just came here and told us about the movie um, and given us like a few uh, a few stills of right. what these characters look like. And that's all I was looking for, like pictures. <laughs> right. right. Um, I got a trailer. I, I felt like I needed a trailer, Joe. <laughs> like, that was always my mindset. You better I, I wanted, a, I wanted uh, to first look at Catwoman and all the characters, all these pictures. But yeah, he gave us a teaser and I'm really excited. Yeah. And then when he said 25% of this movie was shot and I gave you guys this trailer, it's like, God damn, man, that's like the first 25 minutes of that movie is what that is what that trailer was. You tell me this movie is going to be that good? <laughs> damn. Um, go, yeah, go 25% of that movie. But that's yeah, shouts out to, uh, to Matt Reeves because you definitely didn't have to do that to us. You, 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 you made a lot of people happy. Um, I was glad to be on Twitter. I'm not the only one that watches it uh, every night before I go to bed. So that was really cool to see. And it definitely makes me excited for their HBO Max series because it's like, if your yes. movies are like this. It's the same guy that did fucking uh, Boardwalk Empire, which is really good too. That was a good show. Um, all right. So that's all we got. Huge shouts out to Matt Reese. Can't wait to see what his Batman universe looks like. Um, Hamada yeah, hopefully it's a big one. <laughs> he was very specific in saying uh, Reeves is building a Batman universe. Pretty much telling us 
this will not be your Justice League Batman. <laughs> um, so we can go ahead and hang that up. It'll probably be Terry McGinnis. But um, I, I, I'll settle for a Batman universe that ends in three movies and then it has um, spinoffs. Yeah. Um, but Tia, Will, Joel, thank you guys for joining me for this huge breakdown episode um, of some of the trailers from DC Fandom and a few news topics for this week. Make sure you guys check out an all-new episode of Seen and Nerd. Uh, Will, I believe you guys just dropped an episode. Yeah, we did. Uh, we dropped it late Monday night, Tuesday morning. Make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, Tia, you guys had a top 10, right? Uh, yeah, so last week um, we did top 10 moments from season 7 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Marty and his amazing wife, wife Kathy joined um, because they're the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fan so if you enjoy that show and you are sad that it ended they are like huge huge fans so make sure you check that out and of course uh we'll be pushing out another top 10 this weekend don't know what it's going to be about yet but just make sure you stay tuned to check that out all right well i'm calling it right now it's going to be top 10 things juan loved about the batman trailer (laughs) nailed it it'll be just juan it'll be no one else (laughs) (laughs) but uh, stay tuned. Tia and Dom are killing these interviews. I believe Martin just had an interview also. Um, Dom just finished his interview tonight. So stay tuned for all these great interviews. Only hint I can give, because I'm sure Tia won't like me saying much, is um, the boys are back in town. That's the hint I will give you guys uh, for some of the great interviews Tia has coming for you guys very soon. Um, and me and Joel do nothing. So that's all we got for you guys. <laughs> uh, we are the bums. No, but um, make sure you guys check out all our great content. Um, and till next time, guys. Peace. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.